0: Welcome to the Deep Dive. We are back on for a massive, massive review. How are you, Mr. Smith? I'm good, Trent, mate. How are you doing? I'm doing well. So we had a pretty big week last week. Also did the AFL. There was games every 10 seconds. And we started to record a review for round five uh, after my wife's birthday. And we had microphone issues and it, uh, it ended pretty hectic. Didn't
1: uh, didn't come out the way we'd hoped,
0: so... It, it we... was on the cutting room floor, but aside from anything, it just wasn't going to come together, and we were so tired, it was like, look, I think we're just pushing each other to do this now, and that's not fun anymore. So I think, given it's basically one big round, we're, we're going to do... We're combining, yeah, round yeah. five and six. So it might be slightly longer, but I don't think it'll be too much longer. The idea is we're just going to do top-line stuff off round five, because it's really 10 years ago now and then we're going to do obviously like a a full coverage of round six so massive thanks to our sponsors at hopster home also to obviously beyond the game as well um, beyond the game uh, this week we will do our live shows back. Um, that's the other thing too. So live shows, I put up that little kind of clip during the week. Um, this week we will do
1: our show again. Which will yeah, be absolutely. Yeah, last during the week, way too hectic, not enough um, spare time for it was any game of us. It was well. game day, all that <laughs> type of stuff. So there was no way we we're going to compete with the game. Yeah, we would not get anyone listening, one watching. So yeah. yeah,
0: one weirdo in their basement. So that that wasn't going to work out. So we will be back at seven thirty Australian Eastern Standard Time on Beyond the Game TV uh, Facebook's page. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. Um, obviously, massive thanks to Home. Great craft beer delivery service. Um, really enjoying their new packs. If you use AFL Deep Dive as a promo code, you get $25 off your first pack. Some really cool sours, a uh, really nice mix of IPAs, and it looks like some darker beers coming this month as well. Brilliant. Perfect time while the winter is setting upon us. It's very much here, and the heater is broken at my house, which is uh, absolutely fantastic. So the cabinet has been pulled. There been has pulled. been a fair amount of cabinet, a fair amount of fire, just to sort of try to keep things uh, semi warm. We've got a new uh, unit coming on Monday, but it's been uh, pretty ice cold. A lot of a lot of sport watched in uh, in the TV room you know, to try to keep warm with a fair amount of blankets. But we got there in the end. But yeah, big thanks to Hopster home. Also, the stouts have um, obviously kept us warm as well. Okay, so let's go back go before back in, we go forward. To, yeah, we'll go back to the future. Let's go let's uh, talk about some busted ass games from round five. Eighty-eight miles an hour back to round five. So Brisbane versus the Pies, sixty-one to one twenty-three. Uh, the Pies by sixty-two points. So uh, as I said again, uh, we're just going to do top line stuff from round five and then get into round six. Um, so yeah, obviously, lines very disappointing. Um, you know, the lines obviously selling the. The Gabber out, which was a great result, but then not really turning up. And the the Pies, you know, 18 goals to 8. I mean, 10 more goals. I mean, obviously, yeah, 62 points is an enormous win.
1: Absolutely, especially considering what these two teams bought um, last year. Yeah. Quite an entertaining game. One of the games of the year. Very disappointing that Brisbane, yeah, were able to get the crowd there and then never deliver uh, on the promise of making it a close game. Collingwood, very classy, has been... For most of the year, yeah. they just uh, showed up and, and did a bit of a number in the end by well, double the score in a bit. So 61 to 123, as Trent pointed out just a second ago.
0: Yeah, and that's it. I mean, obviously, although Berry was pretty good for most of the day, Robinson was really good. He was fantastic in round six, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, I mean, yeah, although Rayner was, was good, um, but yeah, I mean, a lot. even, you know, a lot of these guys really dropped off in the second half and, and really completely fell away. Uh, other, you know, obviously it was, you know, Collingwood were great. Trelaw was outstanding. You know, at one point through his first half, twenty disposals, ninety-one percent kicking efficiency, no turnovers, three hundred and ten meters in the first half, eight score involvements and four score assists. So at one point it was, yeah, pretty pretty disgusting how good he was. Uh, the Pies came in quite aggressive. I remember as well, were, were pretty lippy too. Uh, Langdon, I thought, was fantastic. Grundy was absurd. He's clearly the best ruckman in the game. Oh yeah, I think he's w- w- gone without streaks, a doubt, yeah. streaks ahead yeah. He's definitely. so far in front of Gorn, it's not even funny. Yeah, and um, helps that he plays
1: in a team that know how to play football that aren't cooked. Yeah, yeah. and
0: that that's definitely a big part of it. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, ultimately, you know, twenty-one marks inside uh, fifty for the pies at one point is pretty pretty heavy. Given that it gets worse throughout the game. Um, You know, Collingwood's last 25 games They're they're 0-7 against West Coast, Geelong and Sydney And they're 17-1 against everybody else So, I mean, ultimately And this was, so that was at round 5 So, I mean, obviously Essendon would fall into everybody else So they'd be 18-1 now Because that uh, Azek obviously falls into round 6 So, yeah, look look, Collingwood are a very, very good side And at some point they'll start And they've been so close to Geelong They were pretty unlucky to lose that game They'll they'll start And Sydney, they're going to beat Sydney this year Yeah, you would think easily by a long way so and i think west well we just we just actually so this is i should have said off the top so this is sunday the 28th of april uh we're recording this after we watched the uh cats west coast game I and mean, west coast looked pretty average two weeks in a row that's the reality i mean that, that they do i mean yeah. that they were pretty average against port too. i agree yeah so we'll, we'll get into that very slightly but we're obviously going to cover that pretty heavily in round six uh yeah so i mean they completely shut the lines down at stoppage um, if you didn't see this game, you know only thirty-seven inside fifties to the Lions is is pretty average for the entire game. That that's um that's not great, uh, you know. And, and the Pies as well completely capitalised on on you know a lot of skill areas as well. I mean that that's one thing I remember from this game.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it, it kind of guess in a lot of ways showed that the Lions are still a long way back from the the leaders of the AFL, like the, the top end teams. Yeah. And hopefully when they come up against uh, whether it be Geelong or the Giants or whoever it may be, their next big opponent, hopefully they can come out and show a little bit more because even if they play finals, get to the finals and obviously it's a long way before we talk about that type of stuff, they've got to show a lot more than what they did against Collingwood to be able to be any type of threat. And look Again, they are still young and they're probably going to have these games from time to time, but it's I'm going to kind of come up with excuses for them, and Fagan is not going to come up with any excuses. He would have been very, very mm-hmm. uh, livid with the display because they just they lacked intensity throughout the game. Uh, yeah, there was players missing like they just didn't come to yeah. the, to the game at all. They
0: responded a little bit to some degree. We'll talk about it in round six, but obviously, yeah, against um Gold Coast. So yeah, that, yeah. We, I, I, yeah. Anyway. Um, look, the, the one other thing I want to talk about very briefly in this was the score review uh, was cooked. Uh, again, of course, uh, I don't understand why. Uh, what's with this edge technology? So we were introduced this AFL uh, Snicko which is called uh, Edge or O, as some people have uh, branded it. So I'll make uh, If that technology exists, why are we not using it? So the AFL actually came out after this game and said that two goals that were credited as goals to Collingwood were actually points. What, what, if Collingwood make top four by a minuscule percentage, we will look back on that game. It's true. Like it's true. They, they publicly came out and said, Oh look, there were two goals. So this is why Is this I... a professional leave or, so I re- league I would, or is this is a
1: joke. I would remove all of that technology because of that very reason. You either have it or you don't and it works. And you use it all. And you use it yeah. all.
0: Or you don't have it and forget about yeah. it. And just allow people to make human error. What am I missing here? Like we spend a lot of time, you and I watch a lot of NBA, we watch a lot of I know all yeah. lots of sports have their issues, right? So but this makes it seem like a bit of a basket case in comparison as a worldwide professional sport. It's clearly not at that level. Clearly. With stuff like this going on, that's absolutely ridiculous.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's no other way to look at it. If it's there and it's usable, and as you said, it showed that it's going to make a difference, use it and use it with all the other technology or scrap it all because umpires are making mistakes, players are making mistakes, humans make mistakes and we either accept that as a game, as a professional sport, yeah. or we lessen that, especially for goals and out-of-bounds and things that make a difference with who gets possession and, and the final result, then you absolutely bring it all in.
0: Well, my understanding is that Seven don't actually have access to the footage. So apparently Seven can't just draw up the footage. Apparently they can only access the footage if they use the footage. So, unless the umpires actually access that footage, Seven can't, or Fox can't actually access it. And, I, I, and that's not like, uh, but I've heard that on the grapevine. I, I've heard that from some pretty, re- f- one, one particularly very reliable source that works for Seven. I, I cannot believe that. That seems absolutely ridiculous. So, w- w- what wouldn't the whole idea be to integrate it so that you do have a Snicko type thing where... That's just anyway. We'll have to keep moving. Yeah, obviously, I, I would have thought we're on so, one game but... in, but that seems absolutely ridiculous. And we spoke about this in the preseason that it seemed absurd and it seemed really half-cooked. Again, Again. that the um, the the umpires and the AFL were, were trying to bring something in that was just completely uh, anyway. Anyway, uh, North dons. Uh, so yeah, that that obviously Brisbane got hammered, but yeah, they kind of bounced back and um, pies continue to keep winning, which we talk about. So North uh, got pretty pounded by Essen and not a very good game, fifty-eight to one hundred and sixteen. Bombers by uh, fifty-eight points. Not a great game. This is not really something to really spend too much time on. I would have thought. Um, no, a team that's t- oh, not
1: Same, much of the same from um, where the clubs were the week before. Yeah. North Melbourne continue to struggle. Uh, they don't have a game plan. So many turnovers too. It was just ridiculous. They've, they've got no trust in one another. No. They really don't know what type of brand they want to um, play. Like I just said. Essendon came off a, uh, a pretty good win the week before, yeah. and obviously um, are a much classier side. Uh, they are easily the fastest team in the competition, in oh, my I think opinion. So, yeah. And now that uh, some of the bits are starting to gel, that that speed, um, the precision's coming along, and they look super super dangerous. Uh, obviously, not a big gauge to go on against North Melbourne. North Melbourne are probably. Along with Melbourne, my big biggest disappointment. I didn't expect them to be super uh, a super good team this year, but what they've dished out and thrown thrown up at the moment is is far from satisfactory for AFL. Level. Yeah,
0: Ben Brown looks horrendous as well. Um, let, let's be honest. Uh, so yeah, he looks completely terrible uh, again, and he was terrible again the following week. So yeah, not um, not good at all. Uh, offensively, they, I think they just look completely lacking structure. Uh, and then also their overlap run at times is just you know ultimately they they attempt it and I mean yeah it's it's they, their ball awareness is just so poor like it, it, as you pointed out it's like they just don't know where everybody no. is and consistently their structures are all over the show yeah and
1: what they brought into the club only season yeah. They're not playing well, it's not, the style of football that helps yeah. these outside runners. No, and, that, so, and that's exactly crazy. Yeah, and they brought in these outside runners that, that hasn't worked at all. Yeah. I guess yeah. the one thing, and I'll, I'll probably talk about it more when we get into round six, is uh, Goldstein seems to have recaptured a bit of form. He seems to be really, really good he in, in better, the run He looks better, and he was the good moment. against the, in, in the following week. Yeah, so yeah, when we when we get into round six, I'll, I'll definitely yeah. be talking a bit more about him. But no. other than that, there's not a lot to like about um, the ruse at the moment Lots to like about Essendon Dylan Shield uh, Finally looks like He's uh, fitting into Their game style And game Butchers the ball Like no tomorrow Like in the Anzac day Gets plenty of it But Butchers it I'll Go back and have a look At his stats so, Except for those Last few minutes He was brilliant I watched the whole game I think he butchered it All day pretty much He was pretty bad
0: In the Anzac day we'll wait Till round, next round You reckon he played well Oh in this game. On oh, that yeah, game, yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I thought you yeah, were yeah. anxiety. No, 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 no. No, no, no. sorry. sorry. No, no. <laughs> still, no, no. I, sorry. I didn't realise you I thought you were kinda of looking at oh, no, Shield no, no, in general. No, this game
1: in particular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. No hundred percent.
0: He was better in this and then he that he was Joe the Butcher in the next one. Yeah. I thought. Anyway, I thought he was pretty bad. I mean Zebel obviously was disgusting in, in this in this game. Uh, yeah, no good at all Struggling A struggling bit, for bit better the next week But still not great Um, But issues everywhere for North As we pointed Absolutely. out uh, Back line looks cooked And uh, that, I mean, that run off half back uh, I just, yeah. that, that Essendon have
1: this, this is nothing that North could do This, yeah. this is gen- nothing Having Hooker back Hooker and Hurley Are probably one of the best 1-2 uh, defenders yeah. In the comp uh, Going around for any team At the moment They, just, they work so well And they give so much uh, Drive coming out of that deep back uh, defense and gives uh, players like Saad, McGrath mm. the ability to run and run and run. Yeah, so they, they look good. I
0: like Anderson's game. I mean, there were, there were elements. I mean, obviously, Cunnington tries, but I, I liked, and they, you know, but for me, I quite liked Anderson. I thought he was really good. He just brings a bit of toughness to North, which I think they're really lacking at the moment. But, yeah. Yeah, he's still, still not great. Uh, Then Eagles versus the power in a fascinating game. Obviously, Eagles were heavy favourites. Lost 53 to 95, power by 42 points. So, yeah, this was a fascinating game. And this was something that uh, I thought there was a lot to discuss out of. And it was a bit of a shame. Obviously, this is where we really started to have a lot of audio issues and it just wasn't worth um, releasing. But fascinating strategy. It's funny because having seen the next game with Geelong versus the Eagles, uh, which we just watched a few minutes or about an hour or so ago, I don't... I mean, it's fascinating that Geelong didn't use this tactic. They didn't really need to. But Power used this tactic in this game to beat the Eagles by taking... So the key to beating the Eagles is minimising their marks. And that's that's what Geelong did just gone as well. But that, they're just a much better team. I don't think they really needed no. to do that. But Power...
1: It was fascinating. So, not, Especially coming after that shock loss to Richmond at yeah. home the week before. It was only
0: a few points. I mean, they were very good in that game. I mean, mm. they were a little bit unlucky to some degree, but you're right. Yeah, there was there was still a shock loss, 100%. Yeah. Particularly with all the, the Fab Four, if you want to call them that, for Richmond. Yeah, a lot of outs for They're Richmond. Their four yeah. best players, yeah. Well, ultimately, probably, still their four best players. Um, but what, I, what we discussed in that episode, gone, was that, um, literally, was that powers, entries into inside 50, going ground ball in. So instead of going high, just take the mark, take, take McGovern out of the game. No no high balls, nothing. So yep. just come in sc- scrappy, flat kicks. And it worked. It completely worked. And it, it completely took notice from the, the rest of the AFL. I mean, th- this was something that was an absolute masterclass of coaching and execution. I thought it was fantastic. West Coast just couldn't get any intercepts. And that's the thing. They absolutely dominate that part of the game. And they they had no ability to do that because, A, they had no idea where the ball was going to go. But, B, they had no idea they were going to come with these flat pancake kicks coming inside 50. It was fascinating to watch. And early on in the game, it was, what's going on? Initially, it was like, are they...
1: Shaking it deliberately. Yeah, initially,
0: (laughs) I was like, what is happening? And then as the game went on, I was like, hang on, this is a tactic. There is no way they're making this many errors in a row and he's it's that type
1: and he's that type It's the, the Hinkley's and the Ross lines of the world that you sit there and go oh yeah they, they might do some cook things occasionally and you sit there mm. how do they keep their jobs and then the, they look at the game very very differently You're to so and yeah, "Yeah." and they sit there and go oh hang on if we stop that but we do because I mean no forward in their right mind is going to love getting the ball at their ankles as a delivery they're going to want to uh, lace out on uh, yeah. the lead and all that type of stuff but if you make a, an argument for it, which obviously Ken Hinckley did, and they, they all buy into it, it worked. And yeah, obviously I think a lot of other teams that probably don't rate themselves as classy as West Coast will try and implement a very similar tactic moving forward throughout the year just to see if they can uh, get an upset win against Eagles or, or, or put them off their game at, at the very least. Yeah,
0: 100%. I mean, the Power, the other thing too, this, this is a game worth discussing. I mean, Power as well handled the conditions so much better as well. I mean, they handled the... So it actually rained in this game, if you're not aware. Um, it hadn't rained in the West for some time. So the, these guys hadn't played in the wet for a while. It had rained recently in Adelaide. So, uh, it's it's yeah, it's, it was a fascinating game. And, uh, you know, Eagles only 37% of time inside forward half. Like, they're just completely removed. You know. Look, it wasn't just, obviously, this this tactic of kicking the ball flat. It was also that Power were very aggressive, early. They hunted in packs. The kids obviously stepped up again, and then again in round six, as we'll talk about. But yeah, the, the last five quarters for the West Coast Eagles at, at this point of this game only eight goals, and then what did they get today yeah. in round six? It's Horrible. They, I mean, just while it's you're count, looking no, that no, up, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, it could have been much worse. I mean, wow. there was thirty scoring shots for Port Adelaide compared to a, a miserly so third ten, ten goals. Thirteen from West Coast. When we're talking about a team 13, that's got 13. Darling, oh yeah, no. buddies against uh, West Coast, uh, against North, the Rouge, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it's 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 a far far cry from the, the West Coast that we saw last year that could just score at ease.
0: I mean, I think I still, yeah. Obviously, we've we've just seen two not great performances from West Coast in a row, but it feels like they're gonna. Probably come back. Petrocelli's last couple of weeks. Wow, Where we? where's this kid? Oh, yeah, from? I'm
1: definitely not writing them off. There's too much time. No, no, no. And, and they have too many games. Lysette in the West. was great again. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely not writing them off. But troubling uh, and concern. And there's some concerns there. They've got to come up with a different game plan to be able to uh, nullify when teams yeah do what they want to be able to do. So. Well,
0: they got they got smoked again. So that that stat gets even worse as I as I called out before. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty pretty concerning. Um, yeah, anyway, so, look, yeah, they, they just defended pretty poorly as well, the Eagles all day, and, and then kind of went into their shells, and, and didn't sort of, they weren't able to readjust, which is no good. Yeah, definitely had a, a few
1: too many beers after the Premiership last year, by the looks of like Yeah, I, I think so. So no, that's alright. Plenty of time left in the season to make amends are only just out on game, and it's the percentage is what's hurting them yeah, the that's Yeah, that's true.
0: Rosie was fantastic as well. Obviously, as I said, their kids were good yeah, kids for Yeah, kids have been great for the port. Uh, keep moving. So Giants versus the Frio Dockers.
1: This ended up turning into a great game. Great we game. thought
0: this would be a busted ass game, but this was a fantastic game. Can you believe it? Frio beat the Giants eighty two one hundred six. Frio win by twenty four. Scored over hundred points again. Again. So they did both. So they on top of that they got the hundred and they beat the Giants in Canberra, which, which is extremely difficult. to absolutely. Do. Very the Gi- rare. The
1: Giants in Canberra is like Hawthorne in uh, Launceston. They except you did really, the Blues. No. Yeah. Well, kn- you know, they he 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 really Almost. Almost lost. <laughs> <last>, almost lost. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Giants very rarely lose at Canberra. It's uh, it's a bit of a, another fortress that they've got. Obviously, yeah. their home ground out in Western Sydney, Giants Stadium, yeah. and they're very hard to beat. And look, they're just starting to uh, well. Very unusual that they lost this game because they were starting to uh, hit their straps and obviously we'll talk about how good they were in the Q Clash. Yeah. Yeah. And they were great against the Dogs a week before, absolutely. But yeah, kudos to Ross and the boys in purple at Fremantle coming across town. You mean
0: the the Q Clash? Do you mean the, the Sydney Clash?
1: The bridge. Oh, clash. sorry, the bridge clash. Yeah, I was going to say they don't play in the. No, no, no. I was thinking QBE. Yeah, it may as well. Be, like, yeah. yeah, well,
0: that. Yeah, well, that. That's true. They may as well be
1: in Queensland Western Sydney. No, outside. exactly right. It's that far away. <laughs> yeah. um, but back to the back to this game. No. Uh, the Dockers, obviously. Good game. I
0: liked this game. Yeah, uh, warm day and it really affected them.
1: Um, obviously, Monday was. His usual yep. uh, good self. Tabernod um, did everything. He, yep, came out He kicked it out trail. in the full and kicked an amazing goalie, he did uh, everything. Did everything. Uh, Literally. Yes. Um, who else? Uh, Hill was pretty pretty good. Conker uh, Waters, was great. Waters has been very consistent. Yeah. Um, you mean Brandon Walters? Ma- Walters, sorry, not Waters. <laughs> what he, he used to be there. He was a long, long time ago. <laughs> um, he played off the half-back line. Pavlich was good. Pavlich was great, yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, Brandon Matera was very good. Matera well. was,
0: and then well, he kicks five straight the next way. He's yeah. been great. Uh, Alex Pierce, I thought was fantastic down back. This this was probably my heat check from round uh, five. If I had to give one. Now it's hard to look back, but I think for, off the top of my head that was what I was going to do. Uh, he was fantastic. I generally, I'll be honest, I do kind of do it off the throughout the episode. I don't, kind of, I kind of think about it. Yeah, someone's going oh, I remember that guy. That's he right, was that great. guy. Oh mate, no, yeah. we, no, I do think to some degree, but I have kind of two or three. So was, sometimes, sometimes they could be the like last like dozen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's true Whitfield was sickening And that's going to be fascinating to see How he's going into round 7 Because of the core kid that he got in round 6 Old mate uh, Whitfield terrorises the stoppages I wrote in my notes Yeah he was amazing Uh, But yeah Freo's midfield is actually genuinely becoming really good And we'll talk about that in round 6 um, but yeah, obviously, Man, Caniglio,
1: uh, amazing, and then amazing the next game and, as well. Jesse yeah. and Hogan, Hogan started it was a good to, game actually. Hogan started to find his way at Fremantle in this game, starting, as well. to, starting, starting yeah. to, yeah. yeah so very small crumbs, but getting there. Yeah, tiny. He's
0: crawling again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, look, this was a bit of a hard game to watch in to some degree in the first half because it was quite defensive. Both teams were peeling back so well. That and they both, it was funny, like both teams were playing so well that the game was pretty much being played. In the middle, like it was basically consistently yeah, like between, to get to between the, arc. the arcs, as they say. Yeah, well, effectively, yeah. I was just going to say between the arcs, as they do say, because this, this was a it, but it, it was not because it was a bad game, it was just because both teams were defending so well and peeling back so well to assist. assist. It was like, oh, well, bang, 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 it just kind of kept going. Yeah. But it, it was a fun game to watch. Bit of, bit of table tennis, mate. Well, the, at one Bing point, bong. well, there was only at, at three quarter time, there was 12 to 11 inside 50s. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. It. Well because there, there was there was not. They just no. kept the just dominating in the middle. But it was a great game to watch. I mean,
1: Freo really made them play their way, which worked. So that's fascinating. Well, we haven't seen, Looking forward. We haven't seen Freo since, a Freo team like that since 2013, to be no. honest.
0: And you don't see the Giants get forced to play that solo game. No, they so usually that, yeah. work their way through it because yeah, they're, they're so
1: bloody good. Yeah, they normally go,
0: no, no, we're not playing that way. No, so, we'll start it didn't, it didn't work it. at all. So that was fascinating. Uh, next game, Melbourne versus the Saints, 55-95. to The Saints by 40 points. Uh, not a good game. Uh, maybe I mean Saints. Had, had, had Melbourne kicked accurately,
1: this Se- should have yes. been a good game. Sorry, but just
0: just... 7-13, 15-5, Yeah, no
1: good. And yeah. early on, and early on, they had their chances to uh, um, take the game on and and, and really push Saint Kilda. Well, on good. The it good. early, yeah. but they just couldn't. They just hack it going. Not just in front of goal. They hack it going into the fifty. Yeah. it's slow. It's one dimensional. Uh, it's it's unpredictable for both Melbourne the players because they don't know what's going on, yeah, and unpredictable and, and kind of unpredictable for the opposition because they just read it, it just comes off the, off the foot or it gets shanked or just it's very unclear about what Melbourne are trying to achieve out in the game, whereas the Saints have been a revelation so far and they just mopped up well, and they, they and they run yeah. and run and run da-da. Da-da. and their forward <laughs> line looks pretty potent. Membry and... Uh, who's the other... Uh, there's Membry. Membry and there's the other one. Bruce. Membry. And Bruce. Bruce. And Bruce. I like got. I like And then, and got, and got, I, I like and then yeah, Cambridge has gone mad. Cambridge has gone mad. No, no, they're no. very good as key as key pillars, and then you've got uh, obviously Loney and
0: Loney, who um, will be Combo's. back next week. So uh, Tom Brown reported that he's out for six to seven weeks, which means he's playing next week. So that's good news. Yeah, yeah. possibly. Old mate. Old mate. <laughs> oh mate, oh mate, oh mate. Yeah,
1: it's, it's so much fun mate, making fun of him. No, nah. and then yeah, then they have got all the crummers like Tom um, Loney and yeah. and Jack Stevens seems to be um, finding his way up to goal now as well. He's getting so, Yeah, Yeah, getting this there. was a good, a good game. game.
0: Uh, ish, yeah. in, in some regards, uh, it wasn't a you know well, I don't know it was okay. I mean the Saints yeah the Saints forwards were working so much harder. The Saints were so much. I mean ultimately I think the D's are a very selfish. Just they, they, I think Melbourne are a terrible side. I, don't I really hard do hard think that. To I, I win the footy for no yeah. and, and they're still full. They're a team that is completely full of players who. Were their number one player at their junior club and have come in there still with a massive ego, thinking they're the bee's knees and I'm going to be a brand low medalist. And it's oh, so much about polish. Oh, it's and- the Giants from four years ago. Yeah, honestly, it is. They come in with all oh, I'm this, I'm that, and showy football. Oh. It's it, it's bullshit. It's yeah. crap. They they are rubbish and they defend cancerously. They are so
1: bad, so bad. I was gonna say, if they defended cancerously, they would stop everything because well, it would spread and spread, and they just lock it in. That's true, yeah, no, actually. Yeah. Well, well, they give they have another analogy. Sleep. They, they defend like <laughs>
0: with uh, with uh, insomnia. They are they, they are so bad. No, they, are, they they defend like the Golden State Warriors without any, but they can't score. <laughs> no, they can't At least score the State can yeah. bloody score. I least get all my Durant get fifty. Yeah, then you're alright. Uh, they don't have an old mate Durant. They, at the moment, they look they look so far from Durant. It's not even funny. No. they have nothing. So anyway, look, yeah, that
1: and that's what compounds it. They're, they're they're bleeding goals, bleeding, end, bleeding. Absolute just open open wound that's gushing out blood. And at the other end, they don't know where the big sticks are.
0: Yeah, and the D's have conceded like there's been multiple quarters this year where they've conceded eight plus goals. That is absolutely crazy. What's happening? Oh
1: who knows? Well, May
0: Frost. I mean, that's the thing. He Frost would not is... be playing in the side. He's only in the side because they don't have uh, May, May and Levy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So noons I thought, was 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 good. Um, you know, Billings, I think, is starting to become the player that everyone kind of thought he would be. But the great thing was the Saints so much effort, and this is why I got sucked into bloody tipping them to beat the Crows, and they fell apart. uh, D is again so low scoring this was a team that had massive scores and again 55 what a busted ass they're the bottom of the ladder what is going on god damn it it's so frustrating they're the worst team to watch in the league I'm not kidding who's worse to watch than, than Melbourne so no, I
1: I don't disagree because I don't have terrible. The, don't, I mean, North are pretty horrible as well. But the thing with North, oh. at least Higgins, some excuses. Shot, well, and who Higgins, have they got? But Higgins and Cunnington, you can watch because they know how to play and they they go hard at the ball. It's just after that there's, they've got no one to give it to. Pollock apparent occasionally pops up, but nobody at Melbourne. Seems so to want to do anything for anyone. No, they hate each other.
0: It's so selfish. And that's yeah. what was the Gaun, thing in this obviously game.
1: Obviously, Gorn's still a good tap ruckman, but he can't continually rove off his own tap work. Gorn's good... in
0: terrible form as well. That doesn't yeah. help either. So. Let's be honest.
1: Anyway, we better keep moving. We have, yeah. We'll get into Melbourne even harder. Busted us. They're,
0: they are a full-on busted us. Yeah. Uh, Richmond versus Sydney, 89 to 67. The Tiggs getting it done by 22 points. A little bit flattered. I think the scoreline for the
1: Swannies there so 11 uh, sorry 13 11 to 10 yeah. 7 Very Workman like from the Tigs. not well, not the yeah. usual Polish. Uh, and that we don't rate Sydney at the moment they they no, they're looking we, they're looking we, almost we were as bad lynched as, for yeah, it but almost but looking as bad as Melbourne
0: yeah no puns aside we we were nearly lynched for it and yeah. and it, we anyway we were right anyway so far, so uh, good. But yeah, Tiggs,
1: that, T- 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 this, uh, this was the win that the Tiggs probably yeah. just needed um, after a, a really hard-fought win yeah. after Port, at, the Port, at Port Adelaide the week before. Yeah. Just going about their business, starting to uh, gel very well in the back line. And we'll talk about more about that in round six. Mm. And things are starting to come together there. Sydney, again, competitive for one, maybe two quarters. They are old and they are slow. And they rely on too few players like Papley, Heaney, mm. and the like to do all the work. And it's just yeah, it, it, it's it was always going to happen at some point that Sydney would have a year where they needed to either almost completely bottom out or rebuild on the run. And I think I think they know they're rebuilding. Yeah, I don't
0: think people I don't, they haven't been public about it. No,
1: sorry to cut you off. No, I, do, I yeah, I think that's that's pretty much I. I that pretty heavily yeah it just it was inevitable i mean they've still got some senior older players in in their 30s that are still very good don't get me wrong but they've just got too many of them yeah and they haven't been able to bring in enough young players consistently yes there's been one or two here and there and obviously some people will go but oh they bring in a new player every week or that's good but how many games have they played yeah, ten here, five there. That's fine. Yeah, well, it's not in. until they have thirty and no. forty games that they really get a taste. of and, and to
0: be fair, I don't, I don't, I'll be honest. I don't think this next group—they're not top is, flight. No, I, 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 know they got lucky with Hooney, but I, I don't really think this is going to keep happening. He's a one
1: in a hundred type player. That he's a very, lucky very good to get player, to come yeah. through the academy I, and yeah. could have easily gone to rugby or well, taken up surfing. He, he, he's just one of those complete athletes
0: correct yeah I mean he was going to go top 10 NRL draft without a doubt if he had gone down that path Yeah. Um, anyway so uh, no you're 100% right you read this well Um, yeah look Grimes on Buddy was was good Uh, other broad was fantastic on Buddy in this game that's another thing I, I really want to Highlight that I thought Broad was excellent. Didn't hear a word spoken about it, but I no. thought he was fantastic. And he's been maligned over the last couple of years. As yeah, well, well so. you know that's the thing. I mean, we actually watched the games, and I, I that was very clearly uh, something to talk about. Um, you know, Richmond he played the game very aggressively all day, which was good. Uh, the Lynch was pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, look, Higgins. You know, the thing I like about Higgins is he makes a mistake, but then two minutes later, he's 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 doing the best thing he can possibly do. So oh, absolutely, a, yeah. Like he stuffs that He's a young kid, obviously, and that's fair enough. And that everyone's going to make mistakes. You know, you know, no one's, you know, you not. Not everyone's. Judd comes in, and dominates. Like no. the reality is, like that. That you know, most people are going to come in and build. And yeah, he he was fantastic. But he
1: does he doesn't drop his head. No, he, he never, just he goes, never and goes all right. Never I need get to get yeah. if, yeah, if I do something wrong, I have to lay a tackle yeah. or get a smother or he, just he does it every pressure. time. It's exciting. Every I time. almost
0: like seeing him make a mistake because I know something cool is about to happen. Like yeah. I did said, I, I he's one of my favourite players. He's fantastic. Uh, Lambert was amazing, as we always constantly say, he's amazing. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, it, you know, you can keep going about this game. Ellis, I thought, you know. Yeah, look, we yeah, but I'm mean, Sydney. I don't know. It's just going to be a
1: tough. Yeah. They're going to be competitive in every game at some point. I just they so dropped far, some of their they, yeah old so players far, recently. I, they just I haven't know. shown enough to be able to put four quarters of really good football together. Even ten or fifteen minutes in each of yeah. those four quarters to really push the top end of town uh, teams. They're going to be competitive against some of the bottom or oh, lesser teams this year, and. Yeah, I just I just don't think there's enough uh, gas in the tank uh, no. across all the lines to be to be a, a, a realistic final uh, contender, and I think we're going to see a lot of games like this where, yeah, they, they, they'll push teams and they'll get within sort of that three to four goal, but just yeah. the the polish and and the speed and and exuberance that some of these other teams have got, I think, is just lacking at Sydney at the moment. Which it's a shame, but it's inevitable. They can't. Continue to play finals, and they've played 21 of 22 finals in the last that many years. So it's pretty good going. Yeah, Edwards off half-back has been um, a fantastic move. This is something I've been
0: wanting to talk about for a while. Um, this is again something that I again I haven't heard talked about much at all, but I, I think has been a, a great move. Obviously, with Rance coming out, they've they've needed to kind of because it he, he almost makes up two players in terms of his ability to. Uh, run and carry and, you know, remove out of defence and just, you know, take care of an opponent w- without fail. He, he that, that has been a genius move, putting him down back. Absolutely, yeah. And I, I, that's something that's been completely... Un- I haven't heard anyone talk about it. He's been fantastic. I think he's captained very well as well uh, with Cochin out too. And now, well, he's going to well, Yeah, he's a natural leader. He possibly leader. will continue to captain, I'd imagine, with Riewold, um now being injured after... Because he's looking at bloody six weeks, so
1: not good. Yeah, but, so you yeah. would think... Uh, unless is it's a re- remar- he's, remarkable two comeback weeks away. yeah yeah, yeah well, i heard some talk maybe this week but i uh, why if they're playing reckon, really good football without no. him yeah. there's no point uh yeah and got i got the dogs
0: in Eddie had they can win that game
1: yeah absolutely yeah and uh, yeah he has uh, again he's just one of those players that goes under the radar doesn't yeah. get talked about that much and as you mentioned no talk about the influence he's had since going off uh, again back to half back yeah, yeah 100% Uh, So we'll
0: keep moving, but yeah, look, look, uh, I think at times there was a couple of very mild things in this game that were a bit funny. Like, I think that Richmond probably went to Lynch a little much, and there also was a bit in this game of them just not seeing Ellis. It was really weird. Like, there was a few passages of play offensively. I remember watching this game thinking, what the hell is going on here? I wrote this in my notes twice because there were were these constant passages through different sections of of offensive 50 where he was in a perfect position. And they go, no. We'll go to go to somebody that's got two man on him. Like what? It was really weird. Like, was just I don't know if they like they just thought, well, this guy can't kick for goal, or if it was maybe he's, well, he's, he's was been gonna, better recently. Though. Was say that's it, what it, I can't understand. Year, the last good. couple of years
1: have probably in the back of people's mind, but that, he's this been week, good. Open your week, eyes. Yeah, and they're playing with him. Yeah, that'll change now. I think they've sure. worked out well. We'll get into how yeah, good you he mate. was. Over the weekend, yeah. So, but, yeah, I, I don't blame some players for going. Oh, hang on, he hasn't no, you, been hasn't been Mister Reliable. But Lynch had two people.
0: Years. Lynch had a Rinch Range. All right, <laughs> So Lynch would have bloody rampy and oh, you know ten thousand people on him, and then yeah. Anyway, yeah. I know uh, where you, I know yeah. where he's coming from. I I procrastinated at it because I know he he's good. Good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so many scores from turnovers as well, in general in this game. is a weird old game, but yeah, look, Richmond got it done. That's all you need to do uh, in a game like that uh, middle yep, of the season without, without so many of your top players. And Sydney Stack was outrageous again, uh, averaging uh, 84% efficiency. Averaging? And he's played, what, six games? And nobody wanted him. Oh. Nobody wanted him. <laughs> well, apparently there was all these uh, behavioural issues, but I, I don't know that at all. That's the, well, I don't, that, That's all, but I don't know whether that was a fact. Or, well, clearly he sorted it out lived with the Hardwicks for a little while and he yeah, worked his so. guts
1: out and literally worked his guts out for the 10 weeks uh, leading into the season I like that press conference with Hardwick. they asked him about how he lived there and Hardwick was like oh yeah
0: my daughter had some, some friends over and he, she made for her, her friends some like a cheese platter or something and then he kind of got inspired by that and made himself a cheese platter and then like ate it himself like near near the pool or something the that's next bad day, like, it's a whack unit I, I kind of like the way he operates yeah, that's
1: hilarious
0: uh, we'll keep moving so uh, this this is this is a game you could probably pull more out of it. We'll, we'll keep going. So dogs uh, blues fifty seven one hundred one blues by forty four points. Can you believe it? The blues uh, make a hundred for the first time in four thousand nine hundred ninety nine thousand years. And surprisingly uh, enough, they get a win uh, and win as well. On top of that, getting the points. Uh, the dogs were sickeningly uh, inaccurate Accurate. all day. Seven fifteen is disgusting. Uh, fifteen eleven is a lot better. So, Bont v Crips is... I love that. Eye candy. It, it's amazing. It's footy candy. Foot, foot candy. Um, I, uh, the, very funny. I thought the Blues were really good at isolating uh, McKay, but then also creating the wrong opponent, so drawing opponents off, because there were so many times where it was hysterical, where McKay was on Caleb Daniel... McKay is like six foot million, and and Daniel's like three foot zero. Yeah, that what, was two
1: hundred s- so and three centimeters. So funny. Uh, I think Caleb Daniel 100. is and six eight or one hundred. Like he's yeah. tiny. So massive. It was very funny. Quite yeah, it, it was a comical. So that that was quite good. Caleb Daniel thinks he's up for the fight too. That's the beauty about that. Well, Stuff the Blues. Like yeah. He, I, I, <laughs> he has been very good this yeah, year. We, I'm he's not having a, a go at Caleb Daniel. He's no. been fantastic. But
0: if you're playing against someone nine thousand foot tall, he's going to win out most yeah, of the time. Yeah. You've got Isaiah Thomas and Durant. I'm sorry. I like Thomas but yeah it's over yeah yeah Cripps I wrote in my notes Cripps good lord yeah he was absurd Walsh was uh, phenomenal that game as well Walsh wow wee I wrote as well yeah so dogs dogs in front of goal was disgusting as we said Um, you know Blues just used the ball so much better Um, yeah they they blew their chances a little bit earlier like the Sydney game it did feel like that could be because they played Sydney earlier in the year and I thought oh god not again but foot skills excellent Um, you know Blues were just you know so much better at at structuring the game and they looked good and they were you know yeah wow next week can't wait to get around six that was pretty funny yeah absolutely yeah now the Blues
1: Blues have been uh, teaching away all season about getting getting a win getting a win getting and I yeah just surely going to come and they obviously just they just put everything together for this game and played four quarters were super uh, super attacking they were hard at the footy hard at the contest cliche after cliche exactly what Brendan Bolton time. and he's yeah doing it one week at a time they're doing it quarter by quarter all that type of <laughs> stuff um, they're doing the little things better than the other team they will get to the footy first yeah. and ultimately that's what uh, Brendan Bolton all the coaching staff and more importantly all their supporters have just wanted to see is a four quarter performance and finally and finally it came and they got the win and they just just narrowly,
0: although they might be back on it again. I'm not sure. I'll have to check the numbers. But they're getting close to that Fitzroy uh,
1: number there. But they're, they're
0: just avoiding
1: it at the Just moment. avoiding it, yeah. A so, uh, no, good win. Yeah. Doggies, yeah, they had their chances. And look, they have probably going to learn a lot from it. Not ideal to lose by that type of margin to anyone. Yeah, especially considering the dogs had looked pretty good up until this game. Yeah, I was.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they, yeah, they dropped a little bit, but at the same time, I didn't see them getting pants like this. I tip the dogs. Um, you, we went with the blues. I thought about going with the blues, but I thought, oh, yeah, I yeah, I I'm something. my dog. Yeah. Uh, so, crows worked for versus... me last year about this
1: time, so that's I thought true. I yeah, again.
0: good call. Crows
1: versus the Suns. Suns got. is literally only need one there's... thing you need to know about this game. The crows smashed them. They smashed them by seventy three
0: points. Game. Yeah, this is a horrible game. Malera. Uh, got injured no good Tex was better Eddie was great the yeah. Crash Boys got and Sloan were really good Sexton was terrible really uh, 6 goals 10 so the, the Suns were sickeningly uh, inaccurate and you know
1: Sloan just took the game on it was great that's yeah. it I, I, I so did Eddie I, in his 300th so that was the they 300th cell, game. just celebrated yeah, yeah. so yeah. that's it but it was a Horrible game if you're a Suns supporter or a supporter of football in general. Yeah,
0: and I think some of the, the only thing I would say is a few people were like, "Oh, the the Adelaide uh, the giant of the competition is awoken." Yeah, they beat the Suns. I beat not, the Suns. The Suns are a good side, and we we do like talking about the Suns, but I'm not quite sure that that this is the sleeping giant. No, I no, think no. The, I think the Crows are okay.
1: Yeah, look, They're, this might be the their, this might be their stepping stone for the rest of the year. I'm not convinced because the. Suns, as we'll talk about in round six as well, are starting to uh, come back the pack where they belong, where everyone thought, uh, and the Crows have got a bit of catch-up to do, Looking better, and obviously you will take a bloody 60-70 point win any day of the week, regardless of who the... Con- you will, uh, who, yeah. yeah. But let's um, compare apples with apples, and the Suns are not a Geelong yeah, or, a, or a Pies or uh, Giants. So I'm not uh, I'm not jumping on the Adelaide bandwagon just yet. No, not at all. Yeah, I need to see some proof. Yeah. which and likewise is them beating, I don't. Likewise, I want to see them beat good teams. Yeah, and likewise <laughs> I'm not riding the Suns off from having more wins this year. No, I think they will. Yeah. They
0: will win more games. Yeah. The Suns are a good side. They will win more more games. Yeah, just it's just horrible games no, to watch. Terrible, disgusting. That was that was the worst game of the round. There were some pretty bad games. Uh, Monday, Easter Monday, so Hawks versus the Catters, 90 to 113. Cats by 23 points in the end. God, this was like a million years ago. This is only six days ago, and this feels like it was like 5,000 years ago. It does. Uh, good game. This was a good game.
1: Yeah, I thought so as well. Look, they generally bring together a good game um, regardless of where both teams are sitting in the ladder. The margin ended up being uh, a little bit more than it has been uh, in most of the recent Easter Monday games, but clearly, uh, at the moment, that's where the two teams are. The Cats are a much better side, much more balanced. They've got uh, more weapons across all the lines. Hawthorne still trying to get some more senior players back, but they jumped them early, and we thought, oh, hang on, we're going to have another classic here on Easter Monday. Uh, But the Hawks, yeah, just did not have enough... um, firepower and um, they lacked a lot of composure with uh, the number Long of buddy. kids yeah, yeah and obviously the midfield uh, is not anywhere near as a little bit any, inaccurate as well yeah 13, 12 to uh, 17 11 yeah. so. especially when McAvoy was probably better the better of him and Stanley and get, getting the uh, the pill down to the midfield more regularly but yeah I mean when you got dangerfield Selwood, constable work so many players coming through that are class, uh, fairly classy at Geelong. Um, they're going to be a hard team to beat, as they've shown all year so far. So it, looked, yeah. it was entertaining way to finish the round. Much better game than probably not, uh, seven of the other games. So, yeah, it was good. It was entertaining.
0: Good game. Yeah, Selwood, I mean, yeah, this is fascinating. So on the wing at this point, so he had played uh, 1% on the wing, and then he went to 60% uh, this year. So, last year, 1% of his game time was on the wing, and now to 60. So, just to highlight how much things have changed. But, yeah, we will get into the Cats and the Hawks, uh, obviously, with the two games just gone uh, on Sunday, which we both saw. But, yeah, weird old game, but I I quite liked it. The Cats went inside 50 with confidence. Uh, Henderson, fantastic. he was brilliant. Taylor swung forward as well, which was really good. yeah. Mirror down really killed the Hawks though. So th- that's the thing. I mean, the Hawks did push late really well and kind of push for the classic, which was great. Um, but yeah, no Stratton, just murdered them. Uh, that's the thing. I mean, ultimately, I think the Hawks were pretty gallant. You know, a lot of outs. I mean, you know, no, Berg- no Burgoyne, no Strats. Uh, yeah. Just no ice kick. No ice kick. Yeah. Ter- terrible. Um, the Cats just controlled the play as, as a result. Um, you know, Clark, I think, is improving. Um, you know... Yeah, Scully, I thought, was probably one of his better games. I, I don't remember saying I mean, I watched the game, but I don't remember sort of thinking that too much and the, and the game's gone, but he's getting better. Uh, Rowan's been fantastic, which we'll, we'll get into. Uh, but the Cats, you know, yeah, from turnovers as well, just really making the Hawks pay, which, yeah, which absolutely. made a big, big difference. Let's now go into round six. Whew. So that was a big, that, we did that pretty well. So we did that in about 50 minutes, which was good. Uh, oh, less 45 less minutes. That was good. 45. 45. So let's bang into the round six. Two seconds later, it continued on the Wednesday. The Richmond Tigers versus the D's. 85 to 42. Again, Melbourne can't score at all. Uh, Richmond by 43 points. So 12, 13 to 6. 6. Oh, to me, the only thing of this game that was a little bit disappointing was that Richmond didn't pile on the uh, percentage. I think that, yeah. they really had the opportunity to uh, just completely bury Absolutely. Melbourne. That's half, it. Yeah, half, of the,
1: half of those points, so they kicked 13. So I reckon six or seven of those points were more than gettable goals. So mm. it really should have been absolute drubbing. And look... The the D's as we've noted almost every week this this season so far, horrible. But we'll just get into Richmond. I thought Richmond really showed now that that you that, Richmond, that back the back line is starting to gel and it's uh, being led extremely well by Grimes. Mm. Uh, although so, although Vloston, absolute star. I thought he was the, uh, the best on 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 the ground. McIntosh was uh, phenomenal and amazing, yeah. And Holy with a interrupted. Preseason is yeah, now he's well, yeah. yeah, so him coming back, he's getting his run back, and he's so damaging off that half back line. I just think he was absolutely amazing. But yeah, as I said, Boston for me now is is A grade. He's an absolute superstar. And yeah. he just goes about his business. He's top three. Well, his top. I think he's definitely top five defenders in the game. You have to put him in top five, surely. Oh, without a doubt, especially after last well this year, definitely. If we're just looking from this year, but I I would say over the last three years, personally, and then as we mentioned, um, going on from last week, uh, Broad and Alice I thought were fantastic. I think it's going to be really hard for the Richmond uh, selectors to push Alice out now. I think he cemented his spot. I think it was I thought it was fantastic against the D's.
0: Yeah, I mean, looking back on this game, so. Hibbard's uh, tag on Martin, I don't think really worked. Martin was great. Um, throughout, he built throughout the game. Um, I mean, as, as the game started, they were quite aggressive early, the Ds, and, and tried to bring in a bit of pace and some pressure. Um, some of their grand ball gets, I thought, were quite good. Um, Melksham as a mid. That's the thing. Look, let's. without I know we've really trashed Melbourne, but look, we'll look at it from the other angle. I mean, look, Melksham as a mid. Uh, they put McDonald down back, so you know, like they did, they did try, they yeah. did try to throw things around. They did and move Mel- the magnets around,
1: as the old yeah. saying goes. Melton did look good, especially in that first he looked quarter. Good. Bit, yeah, yeah, gave him some some grunt out of the midfield, and yeah, Thompson, uh, Thompson, uh, McDonald looked Didn't like we? he no, no no McDonald for um, oh. Melbourne. He looks just as comfortable in the back line.
0: Yeah, yeah, he looked good. Um, yeah, the, the early on the D's awareness. And I mean, their awareness looked better and and their ability to go inside 50 and coming in on, you know, more reliable angles to give their, their forwards a serious run at it was looked better Uh, and they were playing on at all costs. They were taking the game on. Like that's the thing. There were moments where it looked like, okay, maybe Melbourne are, are about to turn it around and no, that, that did not happen. Uh, it did not happen. No. And yeah, as you said, following from what you said as well, Baker was, I thought, one of his better games I've seen in a while for Richmond. Uh, Richmond really made Melbourne pay for their turnovers as well. That's the thing. There were so many turnovers from from Melbourne as the game went on from the Richmond pressure. Yeah, Richmond pressure and, and was they,
1: back to its best on on the weekend. Yeah, it was on, really really night. good. Yeah,
0: I mean it was it, it was look this game wasn't amazing to watch though. I mean it was I wrote in my notes brutal to watch. Like this was really quite slow scoring, a bit scrappy as well. But it got it got done. Uh, I wrote in my notes, thank God for Vlostone, Yes, yeah, so, yeah, as you said already. Uh, I think the short days break probably hurt both teams a
1: little bit, but it was you know it was fine. It wasn't the best quality of football though. Yeah, the third um, quarter I reckon really yeah. showed that, that they both had short breaks and they were starting to fumble. It wasn't as yeah. clean, but then Richmond's uh, superior, um, I guess, player Just depth, depth well, yeah, in yeah. depth, came through in Experience. the last quarter.
0: Yeah. The other thing, too, was, I mean, Richmond's second quarter was was better, but, I mean, it was pretty frustrating. Like, they had 18 inside 50s in the second quarter for, for barely much of a score. Like, I, it, it was a, there was a point when Richmond should have been... I mean, Richmond should really have won this game by 60, 70 points. That That's the reality of this game. They should have won by a lot more, but it is what it is. Um, the Ds were so slow to defend. At least they were trying to defend, but they were very, very slow to defend. At one point, they had two tackles inside 50, so their forwards just aren't working hard enough. Again, um, they they did this, this... You were going to say something, oh, something. I would
1: say that the whole team at the moment, but well, maybe well, one team, or two guys, are not, they're not working hard enough. They're not yeah. running and chasing. and Just doing those real little things that you, you you just want to see if your team's not in front or not playing the best footy or whatever the case may be. When they're not doing the things that you'd expect, this is the type of stuff that you just, as a supporter of football um you want to see them chase and just and, and get something out of the game, but they just do not seem to no. want to be there for each other.
0: And they tried a move that did work with uh, Gorn going down back. It did kind of put a plug in the hole to some degree, but then they got completely smashed in the centre. So it was just, it was it Rob Peter to pay Paul, as yeah. you would say. Um, it just didn't work. No. So, anyway. Uh, the Ds are pretty average um, you know they kicked one goal you know since the 20 so at one point so they they had kicked one goal since the 21 minute mark of the first quarter like it there was just there was just no man's land for ages it felt like uh, and the only Ds goals at one point were really gifts like there was a there, that's a thing Lewis looks completely cooked I don't, I don't know what they're gonna do there um, but again to go to Richmond um, well, well before we do, do is Lewis cooked? I mean, well,
1: I've got that in my notes. I would mean, just unfortunately, it's just a bit of a, a broken record here for my notes on Melbourne. They look slow, so slow. And, and my prime example was that Lewis twice, or maybe more. There was two really clear moments where he was clearly in front to get the ball. By the time he got to the ball, there was two or three defenders near him, mm. and he lost out, um, then gave away 50, out of mm. frustration, or not knowing the rules, yet yeah, he's an absolute star, Lo- love the way he goes about it, I just think the the game has gone past him, as far as pace goes. Yeah, he looks cooked. It doesn't help that the rest of the team aren't playing well, because you could say, well, Luke Hodge is nowhere, he's just as slow, but... Hodge he's still reads the game, yeah. <laughs> game really well and he's got yeah. a team around him that allows him a bit more time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, look, if if Melwin continue to play in this fashion, I don't think there's a place for Lewis. If they start to I don't know, move the ball a little bit quicker and gel and, and put a system in place, I think there is because if he gets time and space, he's still an elite kick. Yeah, But at the moment, if he's having to do all the running and chasing, not the ideal player to do it. He's 32 or 33, and has played a few hundred games, yeah. like 300 or so. Oh, look, no, so, no, no. yeah. At some but point, it all ends for everybody. Absolutely, yeah. And I think this, regardless except of where... Except for Burgoyne. Except for Burgoyne, yeah. Well, Although, he's not playing the mode, you know, the yeah, moment, who knows. Yeah. Um, yeah, and if this form continues, I, I, I would say this is his final year, regardless of where the team goes. Uh, yeah, I would say the same. Yeah. Uh, there's just no trust at the moment between players. I just, yeah.
0: So here's a cook stat, and this is uh, pretty ridiculous. So the Ds after quarter time in the past two weeks, 6-15-51 to 20 136 That's bad. Yeah, you're not winning games from that point. No. Uh, Vlosten, this is a funny stat too. Vlosten, Bashahooly, and Sydney stack had 33 intercepts between them. You definitely not
1: beating teams with that.
0: No, uh, Lambert yeah, it's disgusting. La- disgusting. Lambert can dispose so
1: fast. That's the other thing I wrote in my notes.
0: Oh. He, he, he gets rid of the ball in milliseconds.
1: That kid is fantastic. Yeah, I was going to say, probably the only positive to come out of no cotchin is people who are going to know who Kane Lambie is. Thank the Lord, Richmond. Lord, finally. He's amazing. He he was brilliant last shouting year. shouting for the Raptors for years. Yeah, brilliant last no, year. He yeah. was very good the year before. And he had... I think his like- average is... He's averaging like 28 or 29 touches a game and like seven centre clearances or something ridiculous. One he's of the just, most underrated players in the game. Yeah, and he's, uh, he's a rookie listed um, player for memory, but brilliant player. He's, he was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, really, really good. And he, again, just uh, no fuss, goes about business. I, I love him. He reminds me a lot of um, Simon Black. Wow, from the, the Lions not wow. quite as fast or oh, as good uh, Black was pretty damn good yeah yeah jeez like, don't, just, hopefully Lamberts. will listen to this no no, no I know what you're engine. saying no no no, and, no, 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 no. And I see very, where you're going yeah and very rarely turns it over it's just
0: a very, yeah big call but no no good call yeah. big but good uh, the stack bump, of course, we have to talk about, was outrageous. Well, I can't we believe
1: that wasn't number one in the top ten players. We just watched that before Ridiculous. The, we started. AFL, recording. pull your or oh, afl pull your head out of your ass. Yeah, you're terrible. Like the end of a anzac day game. That no, that wasn't the best player of the day. It was pretty average. Yeah, anyway, yeah, that was my two cents worth. Uh it's a good sense.
0: Uh the D's were rubbish. I think uh Balter was better, which was good. That's the thing that's exciting is you know, the the Richmond kids are coming in and, and performing really well. Balter was fantastic, you know, and comes in and uh contributes and yeah, I mean I think we yeah. can probably go further into this game, but I think we can keep moving. Uh, but yeah, Richmond looked pretty good and the D's look pretty rubbish.
1: Yeah, one's going north, one's going south. Yeah, I think so. And and Grimes are outrageously uh, good. The Tigers are the well the Lions are King of Jungle well, the Tigers are pretty close up there and Demons well they're from hell aren't they and that's go down there
0: uh, no uh, yeah Grimes was amazing Grimes was well. yeah he's all-Australian
1: an backman at the moment
0: and Zach Day Essendon versus the Pie 69 they got to the sex number versus
1: 73 10 do we, 9 do, do we dare say 10, our, our real opinion about this game it wasn't that good. I think it not- was nowhere near as good as the initial Anzac Day game. I'm sorry, people. It no. wasn't just because it was a close margin. Doesn't necessarily mean it was a very good game. It's not a Collingwood great- were miles yeah. in front. They should have won by about ten goals. Yeah, and this was a, m- yeah, a good game. not a great game. game. No, nah. that's I think the best way to call it. Yeah, absolutely. Good game to go to if it's your very first experience of an AFL match because there's 90,000 people there and it's up and down and all the bells and whistles and shitty umpiring decisions and Mm. everything. It's uh, it's a a pizza with a lot really but if you're a purist or a person that watches a lot of AFL... Yeah, Yeah. it was a good to very good game for me as well. It was fine. I I don't think it was an incredible game. I mean, it
0: it had some definite highlights in it, and both teams did come to play. It took Essendon a while to get there. Um, The Pies had multiple windows to shut the window. Uh, That's what I would say as well. Um, Look, it was good Essendon didn't panic, though. They kind of kept pushing uh, that Danaher goal. That's the other thing, too. Why was that not in the top 10 plays? That Danaher Bomb from outside fifty oh, at half a, on half, half time, time. after the sorum was incredible. Yeah, Um Danaher versus Moore, was I just thought about then and reading my notes. and he had a brilliant game, good game. Yeah, Danaher yeah. versus Moore was exciting. That was one of the old school kind of you know matchups. I I thought that was fantastic because I think we get a few people kind of messaging us saying, oh, why don't you guys talk about matchups? Well, because they're going through
1: four hundred matchups throughout the day. It's, like, it's, it's very not, rare that the same yeah, players are on but, each yeah. other for the whole game. I mean, there was or at least a good chunk, chunk. and you don't see it. That yeah, much. there's another there's a Get one of the games today, this afternoon, there was a good matchup, and I'll I'll talk about that in a bit more detail. But I, yeah, I, I thought this was a great matchup. And, was that Nairas or? Yeah, well, the Nairas return that was that was great. I, yeah. I love I love seeing him <laughs> just sneak in and uh, do his magic. Moore intercepts very well too. Just speaking of Moore, I think he's just such a great intercept
0: mark. He's a you know just clunks it from everywhere. I thought the Pies responded very well throughout the day because I think you know Essendon did keep pushing, but then sort of you know. They gave a big window for Collingwood to pretty heavily bury them and it, and it didn't happen. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, Sheel adds... No, this is I'm going to Shield. So Sheel... I, I wrote, Shield adds run but butchers the ball. <laughs> like, I think that's the thing. He does definitely add things to Essendon's team, but Jesus Christ, he can be frustrating to watch.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I And I, I tend to agree. And sorry for... If it was confusing earlier on know. when I was talking... I was particularly talking about the Round 5 game. Round six, yeah, got a lot of it, but who knows where it was going. And that's the game, because Pendles, Pendles got a heap of the ball, but used it incredibly. Yeah, and so, I'll and we'll talk about Pendles and Shield uh, uh, Shield together. Um, I think Dylan Shield can be Essendon's most important player because his ability to win it. It's, yeah. that, it's that finishing quality that he just needs to improve, and that'll come with knowing the structure a little bit more and, and knowing the, the running patterns of the forwards. And once he does that, obviously, um, Joey Danaher, he loves the big stage. And had Essen got up, he probably wins the Anzac Day medal. But Scott Pendlebury lives for the big moment. He has regularly been in the top players for Collingwood for all the years I can remember mm. in big occasions, whether it's finals, Anzac Day. Obviously, is his third or his fourth Anzac Day medal. And I got... I get that player, supporters get frustrated. I thought it was pretty disgusting uh, what happened uh, when he was presented that medal. Just as I was disgusted by Hawthorne Jeez, supporters. We haven't, even, we haven't even thought about that no, yet. And, and I was disgusted the week before with Hawthorne supporters against Gary Ablett. I just... Booing's part of football. I get it. But there's certain points where you, you just don't do it. And then someone told me, I was like, no, they weren't booing. Well, they, they had yeah. they had bad curries or something like there. And they were like, ooh. that? <laughs> There was a bit of food, a oh. uh, bit of food poisoning oh, going around the, the NCC, yeah. yeah, so everyone he was making a bit of joke. So, yeah. yeah,
0: but uh, anyway, uh, let's leave that going. I think for the preview, <laughs> we can have that discussion maybe because oh, yeah. it's not but, really about the game, I guess. But no, no, no I see where he's going. I, I, yeah, I'm the same. It's stupid. Good uh, return and from just quietly. Well, yeah, just getting it, on to another. No, special. no, no. But, but one thing I would say is the umpires had left the ground. The umpires left the ground is the new jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams. Because on <laughs> AFL Twitter, things went crazy on, on that night and I, I, I peddled it and, and I got a fair amount of people uh, barraging me, but I got enough people definitely saying you were right. The umpires had left the ground. So and fans who were sitting there saying, oh, we were booing the umpires, mate, I was watching the game. I saw they what did. Happened. They had to
1: leave. They had to get to the cast and get out. They had to there was going to be put in a
0: chopper and, and move there from, from there. The, yeah. yeah. So anyway, we'll, we might go into that a bit in the preview. Yeah. Fair um, enough. Too. No. Uh, sorry, you were gonna, you were saying?
1: I was just going to say yeah uh, yeah because I didn't want to Please, harp on, on for Hos- too long. Um, we'll start with a, y- more pies points. Yeah, Hoskin yeah. Elliott returned from injury. Uh, looks like he hasn't missed a game on a beat. He, he no. I think he was really good. Uh, uh, hit the scoreboard a number of times. Uh, and again, adds another amazing dimension to an already really amazing forward line. So uh, good to see him back. I think to go without uh, being his spectacular best. Shows enough every time he was to be, da- yeah, to be damaged. That tap to my check is one of my yeah, little, favorite plays all year. Yeah, little stuff that like so things. Like he's yeah. he's got so much Free. to bring to the game. He doesn't need to kick four or five goals so so to have an impact on the game. Yeah,
0: that was one of my favorite plays all year. That was outrageous. Uh, speaking Maiercheck, he yeah. was very good all year. Yeah. Again, and, bloody and hell. better. Yeah, um, yeah. Look, yeah. I mean, Cox. I thought looked pretty lost though. Let's be honest. Um, he did look
1: pretty confused out there. Um, yeah, took I, a couple I, of yeah. good marks and that was about it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, but they're not going to drop him because he takes a defender well, every, the, every uh, time. Well, the irony about it is. And, and,
0: and the great thing is that Collingwood do this thing, and I don't know whether Mason Cox knows this, but they kind of set it up at times where, I, I don't know, again, I obviously don't know this is a fact, but they kind of set it up at times where they'll go to Cox a couple of times and they make it look like to the opposition that he's their real key man. man. yeah. And they set it up quite a lot. And then, like within four or five minutes, Not they'll come inside 50, and, and and Pendlebury, everybody does this, and they'll kind of lead to him, and, and then change. And they go, ah, Elliot. And go, ah, check, Ah, awesome. they're going. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's hilarious. And it, it, it compl- and that's what worked against Richmond in the prelim. So that's the thing. They, they completely do it. Anyway, uh, it's pretty funny that he's just this decoy. But it works. Um my wife, I think, made, my wife made a comment during the game. She was like, Well, he marks it because he's two foot thousand tall. And I was like, Yeah, that is true. Absolutely. He's extremely tall. Yeah, that is exactly the big reason why I'd, he, I'd he, he a, can mark
1: it, but then he bakes it. So yeah, I'd love a seven foot uh, decoy in the forward line of my team. He's I'm tall, man. He's like, He's 7'2 or something. He's something massive, like a massive unit. Yeah.
0: Too tall. Uh, old mates, anyway. Well, that, that's, uh, yeah. So I don't, I mean, Langdon, and I thought under pressure was excellent. Um Pendles, obviously, yeah, we've spoken a bit about him, but he was incredible all day. used uses the ball so well. It was one of the better games I've seen him play uh, for a while. He was fantastic, but he's yeah, he's such an elite player. Um, yeah, I mean, I think ultimately, if you miss this game, the Pies just really got stuck playing Don's footy. I think that's probably the best yeah. takeaway. There was a period of about 30, 40 minutes where the Dons uh, really controlled the tempo of the game and kind of the theatrics of the game. And the pies played into that for a long period of time. And I think that the word I would kind of, you know, drive home if I was in the coaching department at, at Collingwood would be if the game tempo changes, we need to work on, on switching it back to the way we want to play it because there was a, a long period of time where where we were playing the, the fiddle of another of another team. We were playing a different yeah. tune. and I think ultimately we, we, we need to work out a way of a knowing that, B knowing that quickly, and C working out ways we can shift yeah. it back to the way we like to play. Absolutely,
1: it. and Collingwood aren't the only time. I've noticed a number of teams that get a good lead, yeah, and then somehow cough it up, almost yeah. seamlessly. This it's like they go, oh, we've got enough of a lead now, we'll be fine. Or uh, not, like you said, quick enough to see that the, the game's changing yeah, it's, it's in it's favour hard to of the opposition. See it quickly, yeah. I, I, yeah. Although, I'm not I, trying to be too harsh, but I would yeah. say it's easy to see it with Essendon because they are quick. They are fast, and when um, they're getting the, it's yeah. That's me. Some of the other teams, not so much. But Essen, when they're starting to get it out of the center and and move it as quick as they do, it's pretty. I mean, I mean, obviously, I'm watching from the television. I'm not on the ground. It must no, be no, obviously a little I, bit harder.
0: I, I, but as an example, like I probably would have left one of the slower Essendon defenders and tried to assist and take Sard out of the game. Yeah. Because Sard was murdering them at one point. I, I mean, a hooker took that really good mark, but I'm not sure, quite sure he's got the pace anymore. Like, I, I, I it's hard, because if you do that, then you might screw another well, element of the take, game. Yeah, You could put I, Greenwood I, on not, him, but I, then you're
1: I, taking Greenwood out of the middle. Exactly. And As I
0: said, I'm not trying to be too harsh on, no. on, on <laughs> Collingwood, because I think they were very good. Anyway... Um, they still won, didn't they? They won, yeah. So, uh, good game. Um, not a great game, in our opinion. Uh, yeah, and the umpires um, let the game go to its extreme detriment. detriment uh, there were... Uh, I wrote in my notes, do they even pay 50 anymore? Uh, it seems they don't. Um, 15 metres is the new 5 metres. And also, uh, there were... Mol- two times...
1: You can take 30 seconds to get rid of a. The- a uh, handball or a kick when you get yeah. tackled, yeah? Yeah, yeah no, no,
0: no. The holding the ball's gone. And there was a moment... Well, yeah, we, we, we will get into this in the preview. I think we'll have a big discussion around this because I think we, we have to keep moving. Yeah, absolutely. But just very, very briefly, I, I mean, there were the, the, to have two moments in a game where the crowd and both teams were on the same page, but the umpires were on another page, was yeah. when they st- hysterical. When everyone stops, completely to get 90, stops. 92,000 people... And then all the people on the ground, all thinking it was a free kick, and the umpire going play on, play on, or whatever was going. I was like, mate,
1: yeah. Even even <laughs> we a, all
0: know what rules are you playing under?
1: Yeah. Even because in worst case uh, scenario, the umpire should have enough awareness to go. All right, you've all stopped. Ball it up. Yeah. Ball it up. At least then it's a 50-50 contest again. Mm. Because if it's play on, whoever's closest to the ball. Obviously, he has the the advantage, and yeah, something needs to happen. I don't know what, but um, yeah, there's there's full-time a lot of umpires. That Adele, they are no, but like full no full but, time pro umpires would they be. They are. They're on like one hundred and fifty thousand plus a year. Well, the top guys, yeah, absolutely. Well, we need more of them. Then. We need more of them. Or a lot on, more of on, them. All full time umpires. Or not so many rules. That they've got to try and work out.
0: No, this is uh, yeah, and this is the thing. Anyway, we'll yeah, have to we'll get move, move that greedy. later. Going. Yeah, absolutely. But because I, I agree, because I think it's not. Yeah, that's the thing. But you can look at it in some respects and say, look, it's it's not fair in the umpires because they've been given these absolute cook set of rules. And I I, I
1: agree. Anyway, it's yeah. This is a long. No, we discussion. could just talk. We could do a whole episode on umpires. Ah, uh, I don't want to. We don't want to. No, no. it's about the game. I, I'd love to, to be about yeah. the game, but <laughs> when we've got
0: a situation where there's a game being stopped twice. That's concerning. Very concerning. And it's been the worst umpiring I've seen ever. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Which we will talk about in the preview. Uh, oh, and beyond the game, obviously, live show. Yeah. The power, North, 88 to 72, powered by 16 points. Good game. Um, north, Shh. bit better?
1: Bit better Um, for one quarter. The yeah. quarter that they've never been good in all year. They were Before. accurate as well, 11 yeah. 6. Yeah. So, look, obviously, they're missing some uh components um desperately another key forward and uh, probably another gun bull in the midfield and another runner on the outside yeah uh, i think their defense is pretty good but when it's getting pummeled week in week out there's only so much that's going to happen this should have been lights out win for the power they dominated uh, the first three quarters and then just went to bed literally went to bed they five unanswered goals to North Melbourne in the last quarter, which is concerning for a team like Port Adelaide. When they get that far in front, they allow a team that can barely play football at the moment in North Melbourne to get that close. Hmm. They are in deep trouble against some of the elite teams. And we'll find out more. Yeah, we're going to find out a lot more about Port Adelaide uh, next, next, next round. But look, they did what they had to do. Mm. Um, not a lot to take out of this game. Not a lot to take out, except uh, Boak. He's elite. Um, yeah. Obviously, very good. Yeah, I, I just I mean Boak gave up the um, captaincy after last year. He's averaging near thirty disposals a game. Um, did did all the hard stuff again over on on the weekends. Uh, I, I thought uh, Dougal Howard's game uh, was amazing. My right, Dougal, yeah, yeah. So he was my heat check. I thought uh, didn't have again. For people, first-time listeners, or haven't heard us talk about the heat check, it's not usually the not always the best player on the ground. Um, it's just a player young, that underrated, young, underrated, or something that we saw saw in them throughout the game. No sort of stuff. No. He had seven intercept marks for memory, and he went at like ninety-two uh, percent disposal. Uh, just he was a brick wall in the port defense, and he's the guy. If people have not heard of him, that uh, was driving the boat that Ollie Wines came off and hurt his shoulder <laughs> on. So that's what he was infamous for, and now he's uh, turned up and had a very, very good game. But yeah, him and also Sam Gray, I think when Robbie Gray's down, Sam Gray uh, picks up the slack as the other Gray <laughs> in the team and he kicks four goals. So, But it was a hard game it's to like a
0: game that wasn't much to talk about. You got a fair bit of notes there. I I, I don't know. I didn't take much out of this. I just wrote, yeah, Cunnington, outrageous. I wrote, um, yeah, look, poor of a... Fast starters, obviously. Pretty inaccurate. I mean, Port really should have put them away pretty heavily. 12-16s, not great.
1: No.
0: Uh, Gray broken hands, real bad. Uh, Robbie Gray, that is. Yeah. So, six
1: weeks, at least. Not good.
0: Not good. Uh Port, go to bed, and North, wake up, I wrote in my notes. so That's that, that pretty much happened what at one happened. Point. Yeah.
1: And it was basically the only liveliness that we got out of this game was the first 10 or 15 minutes of the last quarter. Where, it wasn't a good game. Where the rules went, oh, football, we better do something here. As I we just, said earlier yeah. as well, Goldsman was better.
0: Um, north yeah. took the game on at least, played a bit of risky kick, which was good. But, yeah. Um, I, I Can I make one other point? I think just before we keep moving, North... I, I kind of feel that Norths really mix up their tap out directions and and just just don't get the clearance right. And I think is it I think it really comes down to communication between Goldstein and the midfielders. There was just a lot of there was a couple of moments in this game where I was like, "What's going on? Do, do, do they know what Goldstein's doing?" Like uh, there was a, one a bit that of do, that
1: one player that does. And Cunnington. I've, well, sorry two then. Yeah, uh, Zebul they finally had to get moved he into the better, midfield, yeah. and all of a sudden that's when they started looking. Well, hasn't worked up forward for him. No, and unfortunately they have got the no other. Got, yeah, got no other options. But no. yeah, but those two goals I think were both when he started in the midfield. So yeah, look, they've got to. They've got a I I mean, I don't know how far Majak Dore is away, but he's at least almost, four or five weeks. Yeah, right? it'll bring a bit of more, bit more balance to the team, but. I mean, they lost Sean Egan's obviously at the start of not the game pretty. with uh, severe gastro, so severe they rushed him off to hospital. Yeah, that was so. Horrific, yeah. I don't know. I'm like, what? Well, can't I just get him do something there? I don't know. This is what happens when you're in elite AFL football. You just go straight to hospital on a trip uh, Emergency, emergency. He's got gastro, sort <laughs> of broken leg or a car accident or anything. But yeah, okay. go. Poor- Hopefully, he's back this week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Port kids were good too Rosie Dersmer And oh, uh, Butters were
1: fantastic So
0: Yes I think Port is setting the future up well But we better keep moving Because there's not much to take out of that game We've got a bunch more games to go So Gold Coast versus Brisbane 62-111 uh, to 16 15 Lines by 49 points not much to take out of this game at all, let's be honest.
1: No, if the game had finished at half time, we would be talking this game up. right up. Yeah, it was unfortunate that the, uh, the Gold Coast could not continue to uh, go with the Lions. So it was 6 2 Gold Coast to 6 8 uh, Brisbane at, uh, at the half. And then it ended up being 16 15 to the Lions to 9 8. So. The, the Gold Coast only kicked uh, three goals in the second half. So, very, very disappointing. Uh, as I said, the first half was pretty good. bit scrappy, but um, as we got into the second half of the second quarter, line Lions started to flex their muscle a little bit. They probably should have been well in front anyway. They're bit in that group. Not a good goal. Game, no. Wasn't that good of a game. And as it went on, yeah, the Lions just went, you know what, we are the big brother here. We will... Uh, will just take you to the cleaners, and that's exactly what they did. Cam Rainer, um, he's not getting a lot of the pill like no. he did last year, but um, starting to get damaging in front of goals.
0: Neil was really good. Um, we'll, we'll kind of talk a bit more about Brisbane. I thought Rainer was fantastic as well. Um, yeah, I thought McCarthy was quite good too. But yeah, I mean, there's not really a heap to take out of this, let's be honest. Um, Robinson as I Robinson said earlier is, in the episode yeah. for a previous round I thought Robinson was fantastic it one of the best games I've seen him play without a doubt uh, his stat line is, is fantastic uh, I thought Fiorini
1: was, was, was pretty good uh, for the Suns uh, Miller and Witz yeah Tim Miller good. seems to just love playing the the Q clash and he's actually been really good all year Yeah,
0: Sexton again two goals too like, they really needed to get kind of five or six particularly with the yeah, current, I current thought, situation Tim Ains- Peter peters
1: struggled a bit I thought Ainsworth was really really good for them as well
0: I like, I like the Suns. I
1: want them to do better. It's a bit yeah, I don't Suns. like seeing the, these big losses. No. I thought they were behind them, and uh, it's been a couple of weeks now. that yeah. It's going to take two a, two lot, a couple of seasons, I reckon. But Robinson, 3-1, 26 disposals, 16 kicks, 10 handballs, 8 marks, 6 tackles. Yeah, lots of pressure, and he just brings... Um, Something else, he just brings this maturity and the toughness to the lines. And, yeah. and if you're old enough to remember, he was uh, much maligned at his previous club and didn't do any of that the type carton, of stuff at yeah. Cardinals.
0: Well, the, the club was
1: busted, I it, so, it was well, a very busted class. Yes, busted class. It was, a busted, <laughs> glass. It was a busted
0: glass. Which uh, <laughs> and Lions were, were good as well. I thought, I thought Cameron was good. I think they said Liam Cameron, he didn't play. Uh, it's been He probably watched though. Yeah. He Potentially If he plays Brisbane soon uh, Cameron was good uh, McCluggage I quite like as well So, But yeah not much to take out of this game the Suns are still a couple of years off Being pretty competitive in most games And the Lions uh, are good enough
1: to bounce back Yes after a pretty shite game last week
0: Yeah St- uh, so Sydney yeah. Uh, Sorry St Kilda Versus the Crows 68-97 The Crows by 29 points 10-8-15-7 uh, Crows held them off uh but also and, Saints not very good. Are no, they, or are they not? I don't know.
1: Yeah, look, obviously it's disappointing. That, they couldn't hit the side of a barn. No, they had about fifty inside fifties and got nothing. So Lewis, obviously, their their captain uh, during the week in Geary, so he didn't Went play. To the gate. Yeah, well, or maybe look for another place. No, he's I can't remember what his injury was, but obviously he he he's a, a very classy player and brings a lot to that team, and then. I think it was in the second or third quarter, uh, Jack Loney went down, so missing a, a key back um, that brings a lot of drive off, and then a, a sneaky forward, not ideal, but look, to be honest, we're starting to see an Adelaide that... Um, bit a bit better. A bit better, a bit more intensity, it was a really scrappy start. They played the uh, Suns game. and the
0: Saints in a row though, let's be honest.
1: Yeah, well, I can only go off form and Saints exactly, were four yeah. four and one up until this game. So against they, crappy teams, though, Well, Saints were second, third, all that. No, I <laughs> know. <laughs> yeah, I know. They was... played all the worst teams. Yeah, true, in a row. Yeah, yeah, true, true. <laughs> true. Um, but look, that's two decent wins now no, for agree, Adelaide. Yeah. Although, yeah, probably not against the the teams that anyone thought would be any chop this year. No, I think no they've no. just had a very good start. St. Kilda will be competitive throughout the year, but I think we're starting to see the gap between where they really are as a team and where the next level of uh, teams are. And Adelaide's not that much in front, but there's a big gap there.
0: Yeah, the Saints just cooked their chances out. They just couldn't win any grand balls. Like, that's the thing. Like, they just got murdered at the clearance as well. Uh, I think they need to get better at reading hit outs as well. The amount of times like their their mids would be out of position, it was ridiculous. But the the Saints just butcher so many chances, so many stupid errors. Like there was this moment where I can't remember who the player was, just jumped on Lynch for no reason. It wasn't Lynch wasn't even close to for Adelaide Lynch wasn't even close to taking a mark, and and just jumped on his head. Like just absolutely stupid stuff. They're their own worst enemy, the Saints. That they, they, they could have been in this game, but they just Busted it every Everything. single time. Adelaide are not that good. This was a winnable game. I tipped the Saints. I thought, you know what? Roll the dice. They're a good enough side. But anyway, yeah. Uh, the Crows. We'll get into that. That's enough for the Saints. I mean, although Himmelberg looks so much better than Jenkins. I don't see. I don't see how Jenkins can come back into this side unless Himmelberg breaks his leg. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But Jenkins is is was. We could not believe the stuff we were seeing from Jenkins. He looked. Almost the worst player in the league. It was absolutely ridiculous. He was hand passing it out in the full. It was unbelievable. Well, that's it. But and now, yeah, but now I think Himmelberg's taken his spot,
1: surely. And if Walker continues to play like he did, uh, especially over the weekend, he's been better, yeah. Well, yeah, four goals is. He'd take four goals from uh every week.
0: yeah. I don't uh, on the same,
1: I don't think he's as good of a player as everyone Pebble else. People talking things. about him as though he's God's gift. He's, mm-hmm. he's a good player. He's a good player. I mean he can butcher the ball as well, let's be honest. He only goes he only went at sixty four when at sixty four percent. Heavily butcher the ball. Yeah, and then uh yeah, Local Murphy was was pretty good as well, up forward, young guy, he's only twenty years old and he has only like 17 games or something like that. So, uh, yeah, I don't think there's going to. They can't fit him in, can they? Surely. I don't know. Uh, Jenkins, I'm talking about. Sure. Oh, sorry, Jenkins. No, nah. they can't. No, nah, he's trash.
0: Uh, someone, who's, <laughs> someone who's not trash is Alex Keith. So, this is my heat check for the week. Old mate Alex Keith, who went really high. Uh, he played Cricket uh, World Cup under 19s with, you know, top, top serious Series. players that, yep. that play uh, cricket at a very serious higher level. Um, could absolutely have gone on and done that, but wanted to play footy. Um, you know, if there was a draft in the cricket, I guess to some respect he would have gone extremely high. Uh, so 21 disposals, 18 kicks, three handballs at 90% efficiency. So fantastic all day. I, I, I thought he was amazing. Only playing in 18 games. He's 27 years of age. I, I, you know, super exciting. I thought Keith was, was excellent, without a doubt. Uh, that that was my kind of you know younger player that I was impressed with or un, un, underrated player because he's not a young player but underrated sort of player, but yeah Saints there they are their own worst enemy that, similar to to Melbourne that they, they just absolutely butcher it so hardcore whether they need to get their basic skills uh, at a much better uh, level before they're going to be you know competitive, um, and the only Saints goal in in the last quarter was from a, a fifty meter penalty so. That's kind of where That is uh, very concerning yeah. for someone like Richo. And Brad Crouch at one point, I think he had slightly more than this, but he definitely got at least 10 clearances, which yeah. is uh, fairly ridiculous.
1: And look, uh, we've been talking about the the, the Crows need um, big Source back, but uh, Riley O'Brien has actually started to show a little bit of form in the ruck. And yeah. if they can work something out, that could be a, a bit of a combo moving forward as soon as uh, the big Source Jacobs comes back having a couple of ruckmen. Mm. And that might help uh, just push Jenkins out even more if they need to rest the Ruckman-Avon forward line.
0: That's it. We better keep moving. Uh, Sydney versus the Giants, 79-120. Giants by 41 points. Not that much they got out of this game. The S C G looked like an absolute busted ass. Let's be honest, the NRL played there about 10 seconds before the game. Uh, no good. So Giants obviously much stronger in the second half. Sydney really played... Uh, one half and kind of chipped away at it a bit after that but uh, Giants really should have buried them a bit more some of that,
1: that, that 12 of their behinds were pretty easy ones yeah. a couple out of the falls as well it, and it, I felt the same too it, even, with, worse. even when the Swans were getting close they never felt no, it that, never felt like
0: they were in the game no, at all no, at all not and,
1: one point and they got within four points some way through the second quarter and I was like oh yeah. but then, no 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 then you go no nah, they're lucky they probably go on the back end
0: of the of the, the sorry the, yeah the back end yes. of the second quarter Quarter? Quarter, yeah, uh, before half time, just was, before half time, yeah, was like, and he yeah, and he celebrated
1: no. like they just won the grand final, won the game, yeah, a bit and over the, top. And the, and the granny, yeah, but he's very good, and again, good we've player. talked about this uh, in the previous uh, little rundown. Unfortunately for Sydney, for me, I, I'm only starting with Sydney because I haven't got much to say to, about them. Um, it's more of the same; they're slow and old, and yeah, they're not going to be too convincing. I kinda, Parker, sorry, please, Papley, no, and Heaney are left to do too much. Regularly now. Oh yeah, without a doubt, because they're their only good players. Yeah, so it's, uh, not so. Let's be so honest. Good, yeah, but the did, rest. Did re- you mention
0: Kennedy in that as well? No. Well, he's the other one. They're they're they're, they're their place Yeah. No, that's a bit harsh. No, they have got a few. They have got a few, much. but uh, yeah, but Mills to... and these guys, that second tier is not really stepping up. They're not up, is it? No.
1: quite stepping to up where they need to be to be competitive right to the no. end. I mean, otherwise this could have should have only been a twenty point game, not a fifty. Well, forty-nine, forty-one point game. So should have been a lot worse than that. Yeah, but uh, the uh, Giants—they just keep going on. They're looking pretty ominous. Our mate Stevie, Stevie C. Who? No, oh, can I love the um, yeah, What do you have? Amazing. Another four thousand touches, couple of Freak. four goals, <laughs> yeah, three, four goals. Um, yeah. And the Rolls Royce that is Mister Kelly. He just keeps building um, after a pretty interrupted start to the year as well. He looks elite. Toby Green brings. It looks delicious, yeah. Toby Green obviously brings that uh, that dangerous X factor. Um, uh, forward to their uh, make-up again, and I think he brings the best out in um, Cameron as well because Cameron realises that he can move up the field a little bit more, doesn't yeah. have to sit uh, in the uh, in the square, and obviously Himmelberg has brought another dimension to that forward line as well.
0: 100%. I mean, at one point, you know, GDBS were up 20-8 to eight inside, uh, you know, within, within a quarter, and, you know, there was so much... It's just that they control this game by so much, yeah. I mean... Look, the Swans took their chances to try to stay in it, but it didn't really work. Um, you know, as time went on, you know, GWS would just score from their turnovers because, you know, they were being too risky and trying to take the game on so much, it just didn't work. Uh, GWS, yeah, obviously were way, way too strong. Another one, <coughs> excuse me, that was a little bit weird. So, okay, so again, this was probably for the preview, but what, so what's with the umpires in this game? telling Sydney to get into position. So there were umpires that would say, nah, nah, old mate, you need to be in the... So with the 666, right? Oh. They'd say, hey, old mate, uh, Kurt Ticket, you need to yeah. be in the forward line. For example, right? Or old oh, mate, you know, whatever, you got to be here. What happened to the warnings? The whole... The, the, they the, So I've, I've watched a lot of football this yeah. year. So the whole thing was that they meant to get a one warning, two warning, and then it's a free kick. So... No warnings. No warnings. There was a point when they'd had like... The, the Swans had like six times where they were told to move. I I, 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 mean, I, I mean, in some Either respects, call who cares? It? But it, it's like, well, what's, what's the point the, of the rules? rules? Why are we doing this? What is this? What is going Just on? Just another the example. Un- of- un-
1: it's unbelievably bad. It's disgusting and it's ruining yeah. the game. Absolutely. They're not going to draw international crowds to watch this game Any it's, crowd. All, it's already confusing enough as it is oh it's
0: such a confusing game forget about like all this rubbish that's been brought in now
1: put it this way if we, I wasn't doing a podcast I would watch very little AFL football at the moment
0: I'm I think I'm I probably not three to four games a week maximum max maximum and that's, yeah
1: but I would not make excuses not to go out anymore I like, I'm not, that's my excuse i was, sorry I gotta watch football I'm <laughs> we got a that, podcast yeah I got a podcast gotta watch it oh <laughs> Oh, I'm, not, I'm being Oxide. a little bit facetious there. A little bit man. facetious no, no. there. But it is. It's getting harder and harder. I'm not paying to go to the games anymore. I'd rather watch it on television. Yeah, well, we got Foxtel now as well, which yeah. is good. So, and that's disappointing when I'm talking about two, two people who put a podcast together obviously love AFL. <laughs> Oh, I love to, the game. To, to think about how hard it. it is to actually go to it. Um, anyway, we better keep moving. Yeah, but yeah, that, that's
0: something yeah. we're going to have to discuss as well. But we'll bring that into the umpire discussion. I, I, yeah, I'm, we're going to
1: have a, get on the phone to Gil, have a chat with him. No, I want to
0: call uh, the bloody umpires department. So what the hell's going on down there? They don't know. They're no point talking to him. <laughs> that's true. Possibly not. <laughs> uh, anyway, so obviously, is way too strong. Uh, the win-loss record for Sydney since the start of 2018. Five to ten, so five wins and ten losses at the SCG, and ten and four outside the SCG. So they do not like playing at the SCG. Let's yeah. let's be honest.
1: Time to uh, play somewhere else.
0: Uh, Jeremy Cameron is the only player to get at least three plus goals in every match this year so far. He looks extremely good. That's a huge good.
1: start That is a massive. He's also start. the
0: only player to get at least two goals. Jeez. So far, he is the only player to have at least two goals per match, and he's the only player to have at least three goals per match. That's amazing. I thought that was made up, but I went back and checked it, and it, it's well, true. He's
1: it's, it's, it's having a good season. Yeah, it's yep. that
0: Sir Swamp uh, old mate that does the very good um, sports stats, and he, he doesn't Thanks, make mate. things up. That's a good stat. He's good. Yeah, he comes up with some good stuff. Uh, no Davis, no Buddy, obviously. Um, I, one thing, just very briefly, I quite liked the nobody. I'll be honest. Obviously, I want to see Buddy play, but I kind of liked it, because I, I was. I wrote in my notes at the start, I was like, I'm kind of curious to see where they're at. Sydney offensively without him. Like I kind of just, I want to see Blakely. I want to see kind of what they do. You know McCartan and all. What what's going to happen? Like yeah. what happened? I want, I, what's the future, future of his side? Because he's you know he's not going to be there. I mean he's he's going to be there for a couple more years. Obviously. I mean possibly even longer than that, given how big his contract is. Yeah, three more years left. although he's going to Collingwood apparently. So he's being traded. Uh, and. Um, that, that, that that will not. I happen. think a lot of people don't realise that started from like a, a silly. So I, everyone was like, "Oh, that started from an article that the Herald Zone wrote." That's that's not true. It actually started from something that Robert Shaw um, was saying on Three AW, and then they kind of just broadened on from there. It was just a discussion. It was just yeah. it was just a conversation around what does Sydney do with Buddy? They, it's obviously cost them heavily in the cap. What do they do? Like just 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 to get the facts straight, that's actually what happened. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, anyway, we'll skip this facts as usual. Yeah. Uh, so, that that yeah, anyway, they, they pounded them, really. I mean, they should have won by a lot more, the Giants. They, they completely dominated them in the second half. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. Only, only problem is the dislocated finger for Coniglio and the Corky for Whitfield. That's really the only negatives out of the game because hopefully they can get both those guys right. I, I reckon Whitfield misses next week and I reckon Coniglio might miss as well. Not good.
1: Not good, no. um, but you'd think they've got enough star power to... Cover them, although awesome. those two have been their best, along with Cameron, their yeah. best two players throughout the so year. So that, that's not ideal. Not ideal.
0: Uh, Frio versus the Doggies, 88-69. Obviously, we've got to keep moving because we did um, you know, nine games before this. Uh, normally, we'd probably get a bit deeper. This is the first time we listen to us. But Frio by 19 points, uh, 13-10 to 9-15. Close game all day, good game. Right from the start. Didn't see this to be the good game. I thought the Sydney Derby would be the better game, but this was the better game.
1: Yeah, well, uh, well, yeah. good. Pretty as competitive as the doggies have been so far. I didn't think they'd get within Cooey of free Fremantle, mm. but over there I thought free by game. about five or six goals. But yeah, we
0: both tip free. Yeah,
1: yes. so so all good. Um, I, I I didn't get to see a great deal of this game. Um, I had my uh, best mate from high school back from the US, been, yeah. Yeah. and so I was out. Um, for his fortieth on the so, Um, I've only seen a little bit of highlights. Uh. Obviously the um the two big prime movers at uh, Fremantle being um uh, Fife and Mundy had really, really good games. Good obviously game. Mundy had a brilliant game in his Mundy was amazing,
0: yeah. Well let, let's let's leave with Freo. Yeah. Chero was really good. Uh Swit- Switkowski was fantastic as well. What a young player. I nearly gave him the H. Uh, check. yeah. Uh, old mate Switkowski. Uh Switkowski. Swit- Switkowski, that's it. Uh, Fantastic. Uh, Tackles the bond. Amazing. Exciting. Doesn't care who stars are. Doesn't care. Which is great. I like seeing young players come in that don't care. That's great. Yeah. They've got Um, a job to do and they just go and do it. 100%. uh, Matera, five straight. Amazing. um, So another great game. um, Accurate. Quick. uh, Amazing. Look, offensively they look really exciting. I mean, if they can get uh, old mate McCartan and uh, Jesse Hogan kicking straight uh, and a bit more confident... They've got one of the better forward lines in the game. That's a a, a well, bit of a sort of hot call, but I reckon but that's the, true.
1: Really, on paper, they do. It's good. Yeah, Taberna, Hogan, your mate Waters Guthy. or Walters. Walters. What is Walters? Walters. Walters. Wal- Walters, Walters. Wal- 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 Walters. Walters. And Brandon Matera. Freak. Jeez. And, and then, the mids are kicking too. Yeah, and then you throw five yeah, Monday, bang bang. Uh, Hill. Both yep. Hills. Over they're the hills, a good team. Under the hills. They are a good side. They are a good side. It's, it's, I it's think a shame they're going that, to be inconsistent. If
0: it's, 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 it's a shame that Neil didn't say, if they got one more defender, they're actually all of a sudden a pretty good side. Uh, yeah, look, the Freo's ball movement was just so much better. Um, yeah, look, look, yeah, anyway. that, that that's, Freo were very good. Uh, dogs, no good, really. I mean, they were, they were okay. They competed throughout the day, but they just didn't have it. Uh, they tried, but yeah, I mean... The Dogs, you know, they kicked a billion points in a row at one point, and some even out of bounds. Like, they, they were, like, because they, they really really in the back end of the game. And, um, yeah, they were just so inaccurate. It was just ridiculous. It was similar to Sydney, uh, Sydney, sorry, St. Kilda and uh, Melbourne. Just so, so inaccurate. They're their own worst enemies. Yeah. They're just so, sl- at times, they were so slow to move forward. Constantly wanting to go back. Constantly wanting to recreate you- recreate. Constantly wanting to go back and forth, it was so frustrating. Anyway, we, do you think this you know, goes
1: back to what we've been talking about most of the year, which is a big hole for the doggies in? They don't have key tools, either forward or back. So, it's without really a doubt, more the than-
0: height the height was a- yeah. You're right, and, and that's something I thought about when I was watching the game. I didn't write it down, but you're right. That's something you've been saying for a good eighteen months, and I, I think you're right. I think that that is a clear issue that they've got. Um. Yeah, and, and the problem is they 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 put Bond like you know, they put him all over the ground. Like he's such a good player, like they put him all over the place to try to assist. And it's like this poor guy, like he's you know he's he Leave me everywhere. Leave him forward, you leave him in you know, as a kind of five type role or danger type role in the midfielder and, and he, in midfield and he would be incredible. But it's yeah, he's having to go all over the show. Anyway, um yeah. The the big thing is the dogs would, would, would do two or three good possessions and their last possession would be disgusting. Like, it was just so frustrating, frustrating to watch. yeah. Because I think the Dogs probably should have won this game to some degree. But yeah, free, obviously, we're, we're a lot of polish, and and uh, they deserve to win this game. And Monday's 300th, great win. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and they're uh, currently sit, sitting second on the ladder, I believe. Yeah, free. So yeah. that's We will do outrageous. a ladder recap. Yeah, we'll
0: do a ladder recap on the preview, because I think that's worth discussing. Yeah. Because it's pretty wild, and we're, we're heading into week... Uh, seven. So we're... To say, Um, yeah, a
1: quarter of the way. That's why I wanted to do it. Because I
0: I quite like kind of doing it at each quarter. We're almost the third way, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, that's it. We were going to do it and then it all went hectic with a million games in 10 minutes. Hawks versus the Blues, 93-88. Outrageous game. Incredibly, the Hawks by five points. I know that sounds ridiculous, but if you saw this game, the Blues led for about 80 to, well, at least 85% of the game, I would have thought. So 13-15 to 13-10. God, like this was heartbreaking for the boys. They they led <laughs> from the minute mark through to like halfway through the third, even yeah. even deep they got into the third. A, yeah,
1: they got out to a thirty-six point lead, and yep. then um, Hawthorne had put on a classic Hawthorne third quarter, which they've done for however many years. It was five goals to one to uh, reduce the final. Uh, break margin to four points for memory. Yeah. So I think at the quarter time, the um, Blues were up by 21 points or 18 points, and then it was like 31 points at the main break, down to four. Yeah. And then the Hawks skipped out, uh, got it the the lead early in the last quarter, started to get a bit of breathing space. Yeah, well, Scrimshaw
0: and Amira were pretty good, but then it just sort of, yeah, they started uh, yeah. to all come into it. Gunston was an terrible
1: yeah. early. Uh, I, look, um, Not a good game. I, the L.C. Clarkson, in my opinion, needs to wield the axe with some senior players. I think Gunson, Smith, Puapolo. And up until he got, got his hands on the ball, which was late in the game, Bruce. Mm. Um, he saved his skin by kicking three goals. And ultimately, that was the difference in the game. Uh, they just are lacking any confidence, these senior players. And I think it's time to... To be just, down for that long, yeah. just Well, Gunson doesn't seem to be able to find the ball. And when he yeah. does, he butchers it. He is, from set shots, I think two goals six this year. Yeah, terrible. Which is... And when he's... Most of his set some, shots some have been right in front. good players are, are so far down. Do you, know, do you know the Bond
0: is one goal ten? Sorry, I'm just, just a Yeah, side wow. Like, there, there are some pretty good t- uh, players oh. Sorry, that are... That are Really out of sorts. Yeah, like, the, oh, it's not. Uh, sorry, just to, to, nah, to drop But no, no. Yeah, I, I think that's just something. There's been quite a few players that it look look awful in front of goal.
1: Yeah, and then you got someone Dangerfield like, as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We won't go there. Just yet. We'll talk about him yeah. in a sec. But then the, the other end. I mean, the first the first half, Carlton looked absolutely phenomenal. Um, Mackay, he he, just watch him on a set shot for goal. He has got a beautiful, relaxed. Um, run-up and action, and he looked amazing. He did go out of the game in the middle two um, quarters, and then almost won the game for the Blues towards the end of the last. But yeah, look, this was not... A very good game to watch, and it was perfect additions no, down in And It was eighteen further, yeah. degrees. There was, it was no quite warm that. It was warm no warm than it is here. Yeah, no in win- Melbourne, no wind. There was a massive crowd there because the Blues have been playing some good football. There was a good uh, supporter base down there, so you would have thought this was a Carlton home good game. Good crowd,
0: like sixteen thousand there. Yeah,
1: so it was really really good, and obviously the margin and and the, the last few like five minutes was nail biting type. It was a bit scrappy, but. Um, yeah, Hawks very very lucky to come away with the win there, and um, unfortunately, Kate Simpson went down in this game too. And hopefully, it's just a minor strain. hamstring, uh, yeah, high, they said. high tight hamstring. But he's thirty like thousand, thousand years yeah, old, yeah. so um, he may miss a week just to be uh, a bit of a bit of precaution. Look, there's some great signs for the Blues going yeah. um, forward. This is the type of football that their supporters have been hanging for like they might not win the game but they were in it to the eyeballs right through and they they gave themselves and they lost another one yeah so they could be three wins for the year right now they should have beaten the suns they should have beaten the hawks and obviously they won last week so that would have been three in a row too but that's not to be but they didn't win them though that's the, that's the
0: problem they're still not winning these
1: games no sounds like a team from last year who? Resmond. Oh,
0: yeah. So Good we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Well, mate, um are, are, are they going to be... Well, that's the question. It'd be yeah. fascinating to see if the next year they can finally turn it around.
1: Well, the thing is, uh, and for me, the, the shining light from a Carlton perspective was that... A captain. A, the captain. The Um <laughs> Even though he did end up with 28 disposals in the end, um, Mr. Cripps was well held by Daniel Howe. He, he did yeah. not have the influence that he's been yeah. having all year, so to be able to get that close... Um, the rest of that young crew at Cullen are looking really good again. They didn't have Charlie Kernow either. I thought it Ed laid Kurnow, out. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Ed looked really good at the start of the yeah, game. He did. Um, they capitalised
0: on their chances. They yeah. were good. I mean, uh, I mean, ultimately for, the, for like, th- this was similar to the Sydney game, but more stretched out. You know, their their fundamentals were just so much better. Earlier on, they, they were so much better. They knew when to go back, when to go forward. They moved the ball so much better. They were great. They were really, really good. But then they, they panicked, ultimately. They panicked. They stopped going forward. forward. They, they started to go sideways and then backwards. And they, the, the Blues, I wrote in my notes, the Blues were trying to hold the lead with ages to go. And that that was the concern. The Hawks completely dominated them really heavily toward the back end of the game. And yep. uh, there were so many behinds. Uh, at one point, they had like, Eighty or ninety percent of inside fifties, like for a serious percentage of the back end of the game, like it was pretty ridiculous.
1: Yeah, inaccuracy. Shiel was great. No. But yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, massive um, in for Hawthorne in Liam Shiel. He, had, uh, he's been out for a month. Came in, kicked three goals, had twenty-eight touches, yeah. laid seven tackles, had seven marks, to make two points at once. So yeah, yeah. So we're
0: just trying to bang through this. I know, just trying to get through it. Well, otherwise, we're not going to be able to upload it because it just starts to get too, too long. long after a while. But. Uh, no, so that, yeah, great, great, um, game, uh, from Hawthorne, I guess, to some degree, just to scrap out the win, but you can also look at it and say, well, blast ass. Yeah, pretty busted ass to play like that for that long. Yeah. Uh, the Hawks were just so slow, it's so lethargic.
1: Yeah, that's why, we'll Dax, get some young, youthful players in there, I don't care if they get smashed by other teams, I'm just. Frustrated by some of these senior players not being able to have an influence on the game, not being able to get their hands on the ball, and when they do, they butcher it.
0: Even in the second, I mean, the Hawks had most of the inside fifties, and they just they barely capitalised on yeah. it. Uh, Carlton, were, were, to their credit, were actually you know utilising their chances, but didn't work in the end. No. Uh, Gunston is in disgusting form, which we already said. Warper was terrible in the first half, and then really built his third quarter was
1: disgusting. He was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. He's good. He, yeah. he was very good. And again, young player, he's going to have quiet patches throughout the game, so I'm not going to um, put too much pressure. Well, not that he's listening anyway, but um, he's a young kid, let's be honest. Listen, you yeah. rat. Four quarters, mate! Four quarters! Hard at the ball, hard at the ball! Um, and Impey had... A, I think Impey had his best Humpty, game. Yeah. Humpty had his best game for the Hawks probably since he became a Hawk. Uh, definitely oh, this wow. year. wow. Big call. Definitely well, this year. You like, Humpty? I do. I, I just... He's he's not know why we call him Humpty to- that's another story I just I called him. It came out by mistake. You said "ambi," oh, like, oh no, I you went umby, yeah, yeah, I was like um, "ambi." <laughs> um, uh, so anyway, yeah, he was really good. Um, uh, a lot of poise. He helped Sicily uh, out, uh, taking a few intercept marks and a lot of running carry. And he was he was pretty good by foot as well. So, Whoa. but not a lot more. I wouldn't reckon. And we've got one more game to get through. We
0: do, we do. Uh, nearly eighteen games. Wow. So the Cats versus the Eagles. and we're up to speed. 104 to 46, a busted ass game. The Cats won by 58 points. And it should 15, have been 47 80. 4. That's the scary
1: been... thing about
0: it. Like, yes. 15 14 to 7 4. Crazily, this game was actually quite even semi early, but then the Cats just bang, bang, bang. They kicked seven straight and see you later. See Four you movement, later. Ball movement so much better, transition so much better. Um. yeah I mean the, the Cats I wrote in my notes it'd be interesting to see whether the Cats use the same tactics against Port like what I was saying earlier but they didn't really need to they did a little bit they played it on their, their own
1: terms um, and yeah. just dominated out of the like I got but to they, see the they minimised
0: their marks though
1: they did because they
0: by high possession high possession just, chipping just, around just, just don't move. let out the ball They've got that's the, a good way
1: to stop the marks yeah and the, <sighs> their movement and their switch of play is pristine so fast absolutely it's fast it's precise hell. And everyone knows how to move with it, too. That's the other thing. They are in absolute in this yeah. team. Um, it is it's a shame game. this is the last game, because we like talking about the Cats. It, they're starting to look the like side. the 07 yeah. Cats. That's yeah. the scary thing. Yeah. Like they are what just is this? Yeah. They've got a killer back line. Yeah. Unbelievable Better midfield. Me, that's yeah. probably about 20 players that can go through the midfield. Yeah, Myers, as well. And then they've got a forward line that... He's just... Rolling. running wow. So much better. Rolls Royces everywhere, mate. Gazza to Gazza. Gazza to Gazza. Wow. Yeah, Hawkins just... Mate, he got frustrated because he's sitting in the goal square. What's oh, going on? They guys, won by a
0: million and he was annoyed.
1: Uh, yeah, well, well, when... Oh, mate, Dangerfield, was <laughs> only four was... in his game, was a set shot on goal. And Hawkins is there for about an hour going, mate, there's nobody on me. There's nobody <laughs> on me. And, and he's at the 50-meter mark going, no, 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 I got this, buddy. I got this. Butchers it. Uh, but then does something ridiculous about half an hour later on yeah. the run in the pocket, back to the wall or something, and just kicks a goal. And so, Danger Dane bit, how can you do that, but not kick a set? So, a set shot, shot set goal, shot. straight in front, but, you know. He needs to move. He's close he's to He's a perfect. shark. He has close. to keep moving. To too, much too much vision. Too much vision, but too much time, and that's what they had all day <laughs> by the looks of things. So, yeah. massive win. They are clearly the team. Seven the team goals from moment,
0: 12 entries.
1: Pretty <laughs> good the average but not enough is entries. one goal
0: per three to four entries so to get seven from 12 it's pretty ridiculous it is so uh, they're a pretty good side uh yeah look i think the eagles were disgusting again i mean is i mean alarm bells i mean we will i think we're have to, gonna have to move that to the preview but is there a bit of alarm bells with the eagles we don't know yet i think we just got to see more I, I yeah they've been pretty heavily
1: pants two weeks in a row but yeah. yeah, well, I mean, obviously Geelong are a very good side. Uh, you would, you can argue that Port Adelaide should be a very good side. I'm not that convinced. So wait and good. see. They are good, but Port have be... played
0: better sides though. I, I think...
1: True, true. I don't disagree. I just don't think there's a 50 point margin. There shouldn't be a 50 point margin Absolute between it's Eagles. Absolutely, nearly 60, 50. I oh, know the Port and, and the Eagles. Oh, sorry. I think that. Geelong. I think Geelong are that much better than everyone at the moment, bar maybe Collingwood. I just what I've seen of really? Geelong, I, Geelong's just their systems just look yeah. so so good. They just and they back each other. They're a top four side. I oh, think, absolutely. Yeah. I just Cle- clearly yeah. and obviously they're again clear on top of the ladder at the moment, so they're the best team in the comp at yeah. the moment.
0: Cats really minimize, as we said, we min, minimize the marks. Um, yeah, they look really good. So that I think is a bit of the round. Hey, I mean we have to bang through a lot of games, but. That is the round. We had to obviously do the old mate, uh, the old mate, uh, two double out.
1: Yeah. And look, for the rest of the year now, there shouldn't be any, I don't think so. Hic- we, it just was as too far crazy, as the way yeah. the rounds combine so much. Well, we don't have a
0: Thursday game, even for we've got ages now. It goes back no to Friday, Saturday, Friday. Sunday. Yeah. 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 So I think it's mid, I think it's like June the 13th. Yeah. Or something like that is when
1: they go back to, yeah, the Thursday. The only thing that games? might happen so, from now on, yeah, and yeah it, at, it might happen once or twice LA is that, rather than recording on the. Sunday night because it might be the extra game it might be a Monday
0: well we'll see how we we'll go we'll see but how we go will we'll definitely get a review yeah. out as soon as we can so thanks so much for listening guys we really appreciate it massive thanks, thanks to, to Hops to Home absolutely great sponsors Uh definitely get onto them AFL Deep Dive is a promo code $25 off your first pack absolutely
1: Hops Enjoy. enjoy a few days reprieve from footy so you can uh, yeah just load up again on Friday what's I'm, the playoffs. I, yeah, I was going to say I'm looking forward to a bit of a break cuz it just seems like it's, it's was, been a it, fortnight of just non-stop yeah. footy and obviously we're having to keep an track of what's going Keen on and it, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I, I do mean, it too, but it, it did oh, get, it's get so ridiculous. Dead. Yeah, there was a couple of times in a couple of
0: games and I really like football, but there was a couple of times where I was like wow, I'm getting a bit zong from this. Yeah. Watch the playoffs. I'll oh, Celtics Celts versus the Bucks yeah, early in the morning. That's going to be exciting. We've got the uh, Nuggets versus Portland. It's going really yeah. to be exciting. Raptors Wow. And the Rockets Oof. and the Warriors. And the Warriors. So, so yeah, d- dig into that if you're needing some sport between now and Friday. Appreciate your time. Take care. Thanks, guys. See ya.